hey, folks, sorry about last week. Sorry. Really big sorry. We missed it because I was sick. He had the Terry Funk. I did have the Terry Funk, and I'm still not 100% better. Chances are we'll miss next week because the laugh man's going to come down with it. You piece of shit, man. I've been coughing in this room for like two hours. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be symptomatic after a certain period. It seems like you've been sick for a week. I mean, I'm, It was I'm gonna, two weeks. I'll go brush up and wash my hands after It was this. a solid weekend through a week, and then this past weekend was like getting better, kind of. I think, you, I think you're past symptomatic, so... We'll I, don't, I don't think you're... Fuck you, man. <laughs> Why'd you even do this, then? <laughs> Knock on some wood. Man, if, you get, if I get fucking Throw sick... Throw some salt over your shoulder. I'm going to find a way to get you re-sick. I don't know how. Oh, I had that thought today. I fucking... I'm on the mend. Other than the voice and some congestion, I feel mostly better again. And I go see a client of mine that I wasn't able to see last week because of how sick I was. And I had to spend like a good hour with him doing some photo work for his uh, a mailer he's getting ready to do. And the whole time he's just standing there fucking sniffing. Hmm. And I, and he sounds raspy. And he's like, and he's telling me that one of his girls called out sick. And I was like, motherfucker, you have a cold. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, ca- like, I guarantee you whatever fucking viral strain you have <laughs> is not the one that I just got over. And as soon as I start feeling good, I'm going to start feeling fucking shitty again. <laughs> you should have fucking warned me. I didn't come here last week because I was sick. Did you show me the same courtesy. <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> well, there you go. He didn't. But I hope I don't get sick. But we, uh, I, I, there was a movie on in the background. Scary movie. Yeah. I think we'd, we had. It was a poor choice to kickstart the October campaign with the scary movies. I, mean, I think you, you might have, uh, maybe Kristen will, will help you. But, I, I mean, we all know how... My reactions to some of the putrid shit y'all enjoy is always good for listeners. Oh, yeah. I, I've already had that thought. As a matter of fact, just the other day, I was trying to figure out where the fuck my um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 Blu-ray is. Because I know you gave it back to me, but I don't... Uh, was it left in a vehicle? It's been so long now. Like, the last time I watched that was this time last year when mm. we watched it for Halloween. That so. was absurd. That movie was absurd. <laughs> I mean, absurd, man. Uh, we we could easily watch. I'm looking forward to when this Midsummer is available on the streaming. It's on uh, Vudu. We've talked about buying it because it's on sale right now for like twelve bucks, mm-hmm. and it's got a good review. Yeah, people seem to like it, and I've read some stuff that makes definitely seems like it would be that same kind of movie that would get get you know elicit the uh, the <clears throat> reactions. If I can find the DVD, because it'll play <clears throat> on here next week. Pirates. No. Damn it. Next week we'll do House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I've never seen that one. It's it's uh, you'll you'll make you'll make noises. Oh boy, I don't <laughs> like it, man. They don't <laughs> because Rob Zombie's like let's make people uncomfortable with really brutal violence. <laughs> like he made the Halloween movie. Yeah, the dog I know. Oh. It's pretty much a safe bet if we do just Rob Zombie movies. I mean, uh, apologies to Mr. Zombie, but his movies aren't particularly good. Yeah. Uh, his wife's acting is less than good. Mm. Like Elizabeth Berkeley bad or Nomi? No, she's better than that. She's better than Nomi? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm better than I'm Nomi. I'm better than Nomi. But I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just had this mental image <laughs> of that dude just, <laughs> just licking that woman's face while they're just... <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, I still... Or used to the money. Did I make you swallow <laughs> Sorry to, to bring it back. No, but. But I think Rob Zombie's movies would be better if it wasn't him writing the dialogue. That's the biggest. We, we've discussed this. That's a lot of F-bombs and a lot but of... But 
Case in point, for the show, we don't watch them with the sound on, so you'll just get the gruesome visuals. Oh, boy. And we can follow House of a Thousand Corpses the next week with The Devil's Rejects, the sequel. That one I've seen. Was that? I think I've seen that one. Well, if you can watch that, you can watch Corpses. I don't know if I... I mean, I, the, the one that turned my stomach the most was always the uh, Hills Have Eyes. I, I, I didn't get through that. Well, that's not a zombie movie. And I, I know I don't want to watch that one either with the gun and the baby and all. I don't want to watch all that. I don't remember all that. <laughs> I remember he started breastfeeding off. Vanessa of her. Shaw's in it. Yeah, she gets breastfed by one of the mountain people. I might watch that. It's not what you think. <laughs> she has a nice pair of Vanessa Shaw hooters though. Yeah. So it kind of completes that. We should watch Hocus Pocus then watch that. <laughs> oh fucking. Gross. We've been watching a lot of Hocus Pocus at my house. <laughs> I'm sure. We, we need to let you go before you go full Terry Funk, so we'll keep this intro short because I know the, the golden voice, it's more like bronze voice tonight. Bronze voice. <clears throat> but he, did, he gave his best, and we'll, we'll let him go rest those pipes. So, WFUCK! Bang! 97.5. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Oh, well. <coughs> Terry Funk's, did it quit on us? No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I tried to do the bam. You tried to do the bam, and it just doesn't work. We'll do it as Terry Funk. Do it as Terry Funk. It's a good show. Enjoy it, and see you next week. The bam. Holler. Holler. <laughs>
<laughs> it would make it would make like a young Elton John blush. Some mm. of these some of these boxer briefs, but they're incredibly again incredibly yeah. comfortable. Yeah, got the right hug that you need without being like oppressive. I can I can <clears throat> confidently say in ten plus years of knowing each other, Kristen's never bought me socks or underwear. Really? I just I that's my that's, that's exactly my that's your house. line. Well, back to the weather. I mean, Greta Thunberg told us this was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, she was real clear. Is this global warming? Like, because I don't. Rem- I don't remember the last time it felt like this, this late in the year. I can't say. I'm sure it has. Yeah, I'm sure it has too. And the thing about that bullshit cliche you hear about the place and the geography that we live in is always that the weather can change in 15 minutes, and it can. Yeah. And that's what I was started my story with. I walked outside. It was very brisk, very nice. I went inside, said, "Awesome." Put on my jeans, these jeans, in fact. Yeah. Went about my day, felt good. Rode around for the most part for the first part of the day. By the time I got out. I was like really into the heat. I was like, this, this motherfucking day played me. It's like yeah. 94 degrees out here. It was yeah. not that way when I left the house. And I was trying to force <sighs> Is a, I, oh. a, a seasonal change. Like yeah. for the last two weeks, even sick, like I've been wearing like jeans and boots mm. and like some of my denim shirts that I've like reserved for the fall. Yeah. Like I'm like, it's fall now. I'm going to dress for, and I just fucking like stubbornly, he's like, mm. I don't care. It's 95 degrees outside. This is the fucking time of year you wear this shit. And on Sunday, yesterday, I take the girls to the grocery store. I said, fuck it. I'm putting my shorts back on. Mm-hmm. Shorts and flip-flops. I have to say this really does, just and I, because we've done it so many times, it does feel like <coughs> I have Terry Funk in studio tonight. It's Why? not overt, oh. but it feels like I have... I mean, I could just go full funk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, there's actually a challenge for either one or both of us. Oh, don't you love it when you look at kombucha like that and you wonder, what the fuck is that? Anyways, I know what it is, and I, I I know that it's like the part that makes it good for you, but I don't yeah, like the I don't fucking like it. texture. I don't like it. Yeah, it's like drinking boogers. <laughs> but yeah, it's like having funk here. That would be impressive to go a full show with that. And by the way, the Golden Voice is ill. Terry Funk is very much alive. Yeah, thanks. like Wade Boggs. Yeah. God rest his soul. <laughs> fucking Sean. Sean, he's dead. I thought that was me. I In fairness, Sean, I thought it was Sean. That was it me? I, I honestly might have said it. I thought Terry Funk was dead, and I didn't base that on like some kind of knowledge of anything. Hmm. I just assumed if you look at Terry Funk from Roadhouse, and you said that movie was made in like eighty what four? Yeah. And now it's two thousand nineteen. Yeah. I would have thought that with the lifestyle, his heart would have exploded like. 15 years ago. Still going strong. I think he's even got a ponytail. Well, do you want to... And he wears karate gear. Because we do owe... Uh, who knows how many tens of followers we lost last week. <laughs> it could be in the teens. Yeah. Uh, we, we were unfortunately sidelined. We, we know our core group of 10. Yeah. <laughs> they're still there. Which are, and they're not going anywhere. They were just... Alan was uh, actually genuinely disappointed. Because, again, for him, his, yeah. his urge to kill... Yeah. Uh, when he doesn't have that pod that he can break into increments of like, you know, a 20 minutes hit here, a, a hour-long hit here, 15 minutes here. If he can't get those yeah. little hits. It's a sad day when you realize if we started a Patreon, the most we could expect is $12 a month. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do it for the money. We're here, we're here for the laughs. <coughs> a lot's happened. You got really sick. I did. The kids got sick. I'm still not 100% better, but... I'm and this, I mean, from now on, from henceforth, any any time a sickness keeps you down, it's called the Terry Funk. <laughs> it was bad. Like, record record sore throat. Like, mm. I was an adult man crying last weekend, and Saturday morning, because of how bad my throat hurt. That Couldn't, bad? Like, drinking, like, I was trying to just drink cold water, and just the act of swallowing water hurt 
my like whole throat from mm. like top to bottom. Mm. It's like fucking swallowing a Dorito sideways, <laughs> and it's fucking water. <laughs> And I wised up, and I went and bought some ice cream, and I was like... Ah, I was just about to say, I know how you think ice cream cures all. <laughs> well, no, I just wanted something fucking cold. Are you deathbed in however many years it Give will be. Chunky monkey. Your whole family's waiting around. He said something. What, what, did, what, did, the, what did Uncle Laughman say? Ice, or uh, Uncle ice, Golden Voice? Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Oh, get him the chocolate chip cookie dough. Ice cream will keep me <laughs> Bury, bury me with chunky monkey. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's. I'm glad that you're back. I know that, and I'm hoping that it's officially over because I would hate to catch stink off this. Because I get sick enough now with the kid. Yeah. But I, I did this have. Was, uh, this I did, was some kindergarten shit. No I want, about it. I wanted a, a story to start today, and that it's both topical because mm. it's in the news, and it's not. It's not political, which I'm sure we might very well get to that too. Because boy, we got some fun things to talk about. I also thought about it sucks when we do our weekend shows because we're actually on the news scale. You know, we we're, we're talking right. about something that's relevant, and then two days later, right, the pod would come out. So this is a different circumstance, of course. It's not different than now. It's Monday, and the show oh, comes out tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Wow, it's actually better. <laughs> it's even more. Current. Jeez, I was like <laughs> wagons east about that one. <laughs> we're on the track. We're doing what you like. Uh, it's medibles, but. What's her um, name? I forget about her. She's not really hot anymore either. But she's still around, though. Anna Ferris. No, no, the American Pie chick. Oh, yeah, I don't know about her. Um, but anywho, <laughs> and for those who wonder, we're watching Scary Movie because it is October. Yeah. And uh, why yeah, not? We're doing the Back by Popular Demand. 31 Days of Halloween. 31 Days of Halloween. With Terry Funk. So I came home today, took a shower. Um, Good. Yeah, I just wanted because like I said, it's gonna, we're going to get there. It's topical. And anyway, I took the dog out, did all these things, and I was gonna have to watch. I had to watch V for a while during the middle of the day. So I wor- I came home and worked while she slept. Babysat, right? Yeah, I babysat. <laughs> and uh, I'm, and then I finished up for a little bit, and I, I'm casually, you know, click that little Facebook app, and mm. first thing that pops up, I'm reading that. It's all political, and I'm scooting down, and I see this Vice story, which with them, you know, it's either it's hit or miss. They report yeah. garbage, and they report interesting stuff. It's just you have drones, drones, bro. Drones. Drones. Uh, well, <laughs> God, that was good. I'm going to watch that later. Oh, those guys just kill it. The way, like, Jack Black gestures <laughs> his stupid goatee. Drones. <laughs> fucking, like, fucking, they're all, they're all dressed like fucking Bam Margera. <laughs> fucking scarves and t-shirts. <laughs> the pork pie hats. Reporting the news. <laughs> oh, but anywho, this, ar- <laughs> this article... It wasn't a Vice article. I take that back. It was right underneath one. It was actually a local 11 Alive, mm. which is a local Atlanta station. But I don't know what part of the country I'd have to go reread it, but I believe it was the Pacific Northwest. Someone bought Space Time on one of these roadside billboards that plays that can play video. Mm. So it's very, it's not like you're, you know, put your sign here. They'll put it up like the old ways. like, right. a, like in, It's digital. <laughs> like chimney sweeps just yeah. putting up. <laughs> Wheat paste. <laughs> It wants sandwich in his hand. Just, yeah. It's not like that. So this the was a full sticking out of these yeah. sides a lot. This is a yeah, full yeah, digital yeah. side, very impressive. And someone had just either bought time or pirated. I imagine it was probably more like a, a hacking I- issue, but was playing a porno video mm. while people and people were of course being foolish. And it ra- I mean, if you really want to make a scene or do an insta because you're seeing this in ha- in real life, pull over. 
Yeah. Even then, it's dangerous. You're standing alongside a highway. But pull over because these people are like making videos while they're just going past it. And I'm looking at the article, and it says like the name hits me right away. Uh, of the it's Zev Bellringer. Have you ever heard of this chick? Mm-mm. She her style it, it relates back to some of the stuff we did when we taught our some of our porn reviews recently. She does not do a great job of keeping it. What did we call it? Politically correct. Mm. Isn't that what we were saying when we were talking about the stepson? They want we want very specific. Oh. You are only my stepson. <coughs> I just married. Like... No, no, no. It's uh, go go up. You gotta spell it. This is where I. Uh, I only know this name for those who might be listening because I read the article. It's a uh, it's Bell Ringer and it's X E V. Oh, we're gonna look it up. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, we're gonna stop and. <laughs> You said porn star. I'm yeah. looking it up. <laughs> yeah, this is her. She does a lot of uh, she because she's kind of girl next door. She doesn't really, and and this other girl down here is is the one that's in this story, Princess Leia. Yeah. So these two are in a scene, and when the to when see where this gift goes, when I it had was an idea, but yeah, well, it cycled. Yeah, when it um, <laughs> when it was on the side of the road. What's she's up? Got, she's got a bit of a Heather I deep throat. Vibe to her. Yeah. It's like the same penis and all. I mean, she's doing this with a husband or, or a partner. And the storylines are always absurd. But you, it's, you know, I should not tell you as much as I know about Zeb. <laughs> I should probably stop. While I mean, I've read. Uh, I've read. I've heard. I've read these things. But anyways, it was a scene with her and this Princess Leia. And in the scene, they said that people said that they were reporting. This is people calling the cops, mind you. Reporting a blowjob mm. that was playing on this thing on the side of the road. And then other people were calling in and saying, that wasn't a blowjob, it was a lesbian sex scene. And this is all building to a great big crescendo, I promise. Well, it turns out that it is both. It's a clip that I can't remember the title, but the premise is so dumb. The boyfriend, I don't know, like morphs his into her body, like a trading places type thing. Remember Mm. that movie? Yeah. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday type situation. Yeah. And now he's in her body. Mm. So he's just getting basically him... (laughs) suck his own dick you see what I'm saying yeah. the cycles were too much it was like I don't want to mix my porn with Matrix style so even though this looks like some like POV amateur apartment porn like they're putting storylines oh, into it buddy okay. she, I mean she's made a career there's no storyline with Heather I Deep Throat it's like no she just came I'm, in and I'm just gonna put deep throat your dog all the way oh, down oh it's Christmas so I'm gonna do it in a Santa hat <laughs> We all know. We all know. <laughs> it's not Christmas But no, no. She, de- she definitely, and she has like storylines like the stepsons. Some of them are just normal. Stepson brings a friend home, or in this case, son brings a friend home and she blows said friend. Mm. It's these types of things. She's definitely into the fetish style. I but do, I do recall somewhat recently seeing a porno where she specifically said step bro. I was like, good. <laughs> We're getting there. She's, she's doing it. That's good. Well, long and story short, they... They scroll down at the bottom. They said that it was and again. I'm catching this all first time. She said it was with this girl, Princess Leia, and then I started thinking to myself, "Oh shit!" And then it said the name of the scene, and I said, "Oh boy, I had just pulled one out to that video not more than 30 <laughs> minutes before that." <laughs> That's fun. I could not. I, I mean, I wish I could make that shit up. I, I could not. I said, I literally said, "Oh, hey, no wonder it was trending." I get it. You know, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> what I thought was this major coincidence was really just saying, no, the rest of the internet's searching for this video, too. Yeah. So, of course, it was like, ah, you might pff, like Here's this. something you might like. 
everybody else does. <laughs> Especially in Portland. I have always said, people, there has to be a twinge. I know it to be true. When you're, when you're categorizing, you're breaking down what you're trying to watch that given moment, mm-hmm. and you go to most view, that's a little strange. Because you're literally saying, what do most guys come to? <laughs> what video has produced more loads? I want to be on that list. It's interesting, because my load's not coming out here. My load's coming out over here. Interesting. <laughs> You can do a whole fucking, like, college course on that. <laughs> the study of load... Of when loads leave. By, po- by think, clip popularity. I don't think that's you how... Fucking pie chart it and everything. So are you saying you're trying to... Like, in the scene? Or, like... Like... The loads could, produced by Asian videos. Oh no, or loads like, produced by like you have babysitter your, categories. You have your most watched section, so that's obviously your, your go get them. But then you probably have a second place, too. And you could do a whole sort of, like, A group versus B group thing. And you're going to have to have a... a ver- uh, what do you call it? A variable or a... Whatever the other thing is. I can't think. Dude, I don't, I still don't think I'm wrapping my mind around what you're saying to me, though. Like, the most watched clip... Like, that's the moment that everyone's blowing their load to, right? <laughs> but you know there's a B group that, like... Like, like something else. Like, ni- like 89% all came right when it shot his load on her butt. <laughs> but a, a, a slightly less percentage, like, you know, you know, whatever, they, they came, like, two minutes later. You do a study of A group and B group. What are they watching if it's two minutes after he blew his load? Oh, no, this is my degree we're talking about here. Maybe he licks it off. <laughs> do you think... Why do we always do this? <laughs> Maybe he licks it off. It, why? Why? <laughs> we don't need to have... This is all my fault. This you is brought all, it up. I did. I did. It was all my Somehow fault. Or another we got do you think people ever try to synchronize, like, time it up to when the... Porno. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, I can't get behind a movement that sounds like that. How dare you? Yeah, all right, uh, you lost me. I'm with the right on this one. Fucking crying up there on earth. Like, you're fucking... You're, you're from fucking Sweden or whatever. You people are supposed to be like stoic and better than us. Maybe be fucking tearing up. <laughs> like an agitated feminist. Like fucking calm down. You're supposed to, like, when I think of that region of the world, like, they are far superior than us. They shouldn't be tearing up when they give speeches. Well, <clears throat> what is she, like 16, man? Where is she from? Germany? I don't know. Austria? I think she's one from one of the Scandinavians. Yeah. I Finland see. or something? I don't, I don't know. Well, I get the message. But I also, it's like... I just think they make easy targets when, when you do that kind of press well, yeah, conference. You yeah, know, it's, it's, it's like, congrats. Like, you just... No, I'm told... You, I, don't have, I don't have any... Ver- I don't really care, but there's something about she's got Asperger's and she's her parents might be using her as like a... She addressed that. Uh, did she? She made, a, she made a post specifically stating that her parents are not behind it. Um, in fact, they weren't super on board with it, but she did it anyways. She addressed the whole, like, liberal puppet mm. thing. It's like, fucking, even if she is, the right's got plenty of fucking puppets, too. Yeah, no, well, I'm not, it's not they a... They elected one. <laughs> so. Who now, this is the other thing I was going to, I was going to, if we're going to talk about this, I had to think of a way, one, to keep Fact Checker around. Well, and you, you're more in touch with it, so maybe you can tell me without me having to look it up. Like, I heard 
that he threw Mike Pence under the bus somehow or another. Like, and I just want to know, like, is that so? And like, what what was the look on his face? It was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't, I, I've seen the headline, but I will not report on any kind of uh, stance that I have on it if I haven't read more on it than I have. I, I've seen where he's th- basically, he's uh, reacting and, and hashing, lashing out, and everyone's going to be hit with things. I mean, he, he wants people to be tried as traitors. It, it's very strange, but... What's the likelihood that Mitch McConnell like, closes his office and grabs his bourbon and is just, just like, what the fuck shots? Yeah, well, I don't think he really cares. He, I saw... A, a quote of his saying he's barely, his office is like no one's ever there. Like they're not doing any work. Part of their strategy uh, is to do no work right now. Yeah. I just, I, you, you kind of wonder like as far as Republicans go, like everybody's out towing the line, but like what, what are they really thinking when the doors are shut? Like, yeah, I don't know. Jesus, goddamn Christ. <laughs> well, probably not that. <coughs> well, yeah, no, not the, not the religious ones. <laughs> I told you not to disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the one that is getting the most, um, by one, I mean, tweet, because there was 40 on Sunday, I think, mm-hmm. alone. Uh, just crazy. When does he have time? Anyways. Um, it's in between the holes. The TVs. Um, it's in between the golf holes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, of the, the, one of these assholes that I've talked about in the show before, Richard Jeffress, which is one of his big supporters in the evangelical community who's also out there saying that all Jews are going to hell and Islam's a, a not a religion of something. I mean, he's just one of these guys. Just good Christian. Just a good stuff. good southern Christian. <laughs> Anyways, he had gone on to one of these morning shows and it said if the leftists and you'll have to forgive me because this is not verbatim. If they try to if they impose the president impose <laughs> impeach impeach the president which will never happen in parentheses there will be a civil war like fracture mm-hmm. in this country it's very obvious what he's saying to me I, I read the tweet it's just yeah. it's not the day and age where you there's no thing there's no they don't have the guile or the cleverness to be tongue in cheek what the man is saying is if you go through this and by some miracle which you won't kind of a boast that seems hollow when you're saying the same thing right behind it right. is that if you go through with this and it's successful you're looking at a civil war in your hands and then of course Trump shares that <coughs> so right. he he shares that quote and again so you have a president of the United States so there, the blowback was instantaneous like it is with all the things yeah you know instantaneous and and useless even even some Republican, even a, a Republican senator who was a war vet said it was repugnant. He had been to countries, yada, 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 that had civil wars. You can't mm. believe this was being said. <laughs> but I was sick. All, all I kept thinking was like a, a, an NCAA-style tournament of, <laughs> of like we rank every day, like California, New York, Texas, and what would be the fourth? Pennsylvania? Ohio. Ohio. I'm, I'm not talking strictly in terms of like political weight, so to speak, but people. Oh, oh. population. Is it Florida? You think? I'm just saying that if you were gonna, if you if you know how the NCAA's tournament works, right? No. For those that don't, it's the NCAA National Championship Basketball Tournament. Every you've probably heard the term March Madness. I know you have. Mm-hmm. Sixty-four teams get in, and they they're seated. By best to worst. In the worst case, worst is pretty relative here because you're taking 64 of 120 teams. I drank it. Yeah, I know. I drank the thing. I don't want to talk about it because I don't like to do it. Uh, so when they got there, or no, when you get there, so you have one seeds all the way to 32. 
in two brackets. So there's two different brackets. So I was just thinking in my, for my style, I was like, if, if a civil war was to happen today, I don't think it would go along the lines of like the north and the south. Yeah. Because you have a whole new part now. So It'd like, be a shit show. It'd be like the Walking Dead without the zombies. Right. That's like, what I'm saying. This, is, this would be like more like state on state. Well, yeah. Because you're going like to have your state, state alone is kind of purple. Yeah. You know, so it's Well, like, the city centers are Right, so like if somebody purple. like, if, if a fucking fat fuck militia, not the punk band, but a fat fuck militia was like marching up Peachtree and they like eyeballed me and they're like, are you with us or against us? I'm like, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what if I say neither? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, They'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be scattered. There, there wouldn't be like clear drawn lines. It'd be fucking dumb. But this fucking country's dumb. And the people who vote are dumb. Everyone's dumb. <laughs> so I'm not fucking. So I, that's why I'm saying I, it would look so weird. But it would really just be one just, just crazy shit show. But if you were to, who's your like your one seeds of state v state, and like where would your surprises be? So if you had like fifty, you know, like I said, you're gonna have your one seeds. They're gonna be like your New Yorks, your Californias, your Floridas, your Georgias. I guess Georgia has a little bit of with Atlanta gives us some clout. So then you'd have your ones yeah. play your not so in this case the twenty five. Right. And, well, you don't have the one, but so nonetheless, like, like California's taking on Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> in the first round, California <laughs> drew Idaho. Yeah. And uh, New York is playing Vermont. Yeah. And Hawaii pulled out a miracle and they're going up against like Nebraska. Fuck. Is, is Hawaii even care? No, because they're just going to become their actually like, are. They, the country that existed before the United like, States. They basically are their own country. <laughs> Can't listen. You know all those native Hawaiians that hate these, I don't say hate's a strong word, they understand how economy works, and, mm. but has a disdain for the white native Hawaiian. The Howley. The Howley, as they call it. Yep. So, I mean, if something was to pop off of such world-changing as as what Jeffress and Trump are saying, mm. Hawaii would just kill all the Howleys and just revert back to... Oh, all right, we're going back to people eating. <laughs> that fat man right there. But I'm just saying, yeah, they're just going to... They'll, they'll be fine. White people and spam, let's go. They'll be fine, yeah. They're right. They're close enough to the to the new to the new power, Russia. They're, they're fine. <laughs> Russia that just becomes a vacations for the oligarchs. Did you happen to see Saturday Night Live? I only saw. I didn't see any of the Trump. With, did you, what did you see? I the, saw the did debate. You see the news sketch. No. With Keenan and no. I will go back and watch that one. Was particularly good because it, all it was was an imitation news show where they show something outrageous that Trump said and they react to it. And then Keenan is this like professor of black studies, like yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> And then they'll like play a clip from two years ago when he said the thing at, at in Virginia about you know there's pe- good people on both sides and then it's showing all these same panelists reacting and Keenan Thompson's character's like yeah nothing's gonna happen <laughs> and like it's just they just keep playing all these clips and then that they come to present day it's like yeah there's gonna be an impeachment and a civil war and Keenan's like yeah nothing's gonna happen <laughs> like that's the was the whole rolling joke was like every time something like this comes up it's rah 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 for a little bit and then nothing happens yeah. Yeah. Well, and, it's the South nothing, Park thing. We, we, will. we rabble, rabble, rabble. That's what we do now. We just stand around, rabble, 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 rabble. And then something else happens, and the 24-hour news cycle spits something else out. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I totally understand why you uh, tend to remove yourself for I'm, long stretches I mean, of time. I'm aware of the, the Greta what's-her-face thing because it's just been everywhere, even on, like, non-political Facebook shit. She's just, she's just 
crying through her how dare you's like on every fucking thread and it's like alright calm down again like fucking the facial expressions don't help her cause either no it's like you're 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 the last you like no the people who are somewhat tongue tied in the middle they're not gonna rally behind angry autistic Greta what's her face I know right they never <laughs> it's like why are you title the episode <laughs> they're never gonna angry autistic Greta what's her face <laughs> She's probably at Susie Sally's quinceanera. <laughs> uh, no, like, no one, you're not gonna swing anybody from the middle to your side with with her. Mm-mm. And like, fucking. It's the scowl too. It just now this day and age, whoever is gonna do something big, and I don't know what big is positive or negative for the world. It's tough to take anybody seriously if if with while they're still talking, memes are being made. Right. Like, and and uh, some of the memes are just astoundingly good with her right now. You know. But, uh, yeah, and even I like him. And I, I hear what she's saying. I, that's the problem I personally have is that, like, yeah. that I 100% agree that, you know, you can find whatever kind of science you want to back your what you perceive about climate change. You really can. If you don't, if you think climate change is some leftist agenda, there is plenty of places and, and probably real scientists that can give you scientific data that will say this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's to me, it's just like, open your eyes, man. You want to talk about October weather being 95. At the same time, up in Nebraska or Montana, they got like three inches or three feet of snow on the ground, and it's September. It was the end of September. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, climate and weather, two different things. But just the look of her. <laughs> just And that's just... And the scowl, and the and like you said, the the quivering lip. It, it even though I I think she's how telling the truth. Dare you? How dare you? I should be at school. I should be at school. I should and be. Instead, I am here yelling at you, white people. <laughs> I'm white too. I'm white too. But still, <laughs> I I like this. I saw this the other day. It's like, what exactly is the consequence of being wrong about climate change? <laughs> Even if it all turned out to be a huge mistake, oh no, we fucking made the world a healthier, better place and got ourselves off of renewable energy for no reason. Unrenewable. Unre- yeah. yeah. But I, I, it was a sentiment I got on board with. Like, It makes me think of like every, every uh, faith-based person I've ever debated with eventually succumbs to Pascal's wager. It's mm. like, just believe for the sake of believing in case you're wrong. Yeah. That way you're covered. And it's that like was the second like, time in... in- a week I talked about Pascal's wager. But I always said back to them, like, well, if if the God you believe in knows everything, wouldn't he know I was bullshitting him? <laughs> Just to cover my ass? Like, it's true belief. Maybe but, he'd respect the play. <laughs> I, I know. know you didn't really believe. But I like, but I like that you faked it. Yeah. Come on in. Fake it till you make it. Get your ass in here. Come you on. You seem like fun. Come on in. You we seem got, like fun. Jenna Jameson's on her way. <laughs> she died? No, oh. not yet. <laughs> Is that the best you have to offer? <laughs> Are the good porn stars in hell? Oh, man, that one from Always Sunny. Shooey dooey. Yeah, I know. But I liked that sentiment of like, so what? Let's let's say Donald Trump is, uh, of all people, is right. And climate science, climate change uh, worriers are bullshitters. Mm-hmm. Like, controlled by George Soros or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what? Fucking pick up some trash? <laughs> Make it so it's not fucking 95 degrees in October? Oh, oh well, like... Who, who's that hurt? Yeah. Like who's the who who's being wronged by the pursuit of a better climate? 
or just, other than like maybe the Koch brothers. It, it, well, that's brother. you know what this is. And this is <laughs> why it doesn't change. Who does it because hurt? the people that <laughs> that pay the right people always win. I mean, it's just the fact <clears throat> of the matter. Right. It's, it's just money. You trace everything back. That's why, I, frankly speaking, I watch that show First Forty Eight now, and it's getting kind of old on me because they're doing these like, inside the show type shows. Yeah. Where they're talking to the to the detective and uh, I've, I heard that one time there's nothing more pretentious unless it's a cop on television because <laughs> uh, it's just like these things aren't hard but now they're being asked to make drama where there isn't drama right and what they're not really saying and what every decent detective knows is that if you're looking for a murder suspect it's almost always 99.9% of the time three things family money or sex mm. it's always I mean it's someone in the family or it's someone that owes money, you know, money's an issue, or yeah. it's something for sex. Or climate change. Or climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all about the money. And the people that want to that, that emit, that need to pollute, to, to have a fiscal whole sound bottom line at the end of the year, because they don't right. want to pay for, you know, the mo- far more expensive right. uh, waste management, mm-hmm. to tie it back into our original theme. They, yeah. they pay the right people, and they're paying the right people, and they're saying... To, you know, these are, these are Trump lobbyists. These are people that helped him get elected. They're, I am not surprised. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't help their cause that he's the one saying that the science is whack. I mean, because this guy, I, I don't yeah, think it's, he. It's. I mean, look no further than tobacco. From you know, pick a decade. Like you know, they had they had lobbying power in Washington mm-hmm. to say you know to affirm constantly that this is fine. Your doctor recommends camel lights. And then eventually, mm-hmm. the pendulum swung far enough and we got enough like people with brains in their heads. Are you having cramps while you're pregnant? Just sit back with a cool menthol and let that pain drift away. <laughs> ding dong ding. Yeah, they had lobbying power. People died, or would eventually die from smoking-related illnesses. And then eventually, you know, people were like, hey, this is bullshit, and we're, you know, and they got wise. Like, it's unfortunately, it's going to take like the whole Amazon going away, mm-hmm. and then like the Earth, like only having one lung left. Do you imagine the average? I, I, I just <laughs> would love. I would love. One of the aspects, you know, we talk about this show on a lot. We talk about this a lot on the show. Uh, time travel, yeah. Right? And I think when people think in terms of time travel, they think of big events. They want to see the big things. And I, for yeah. different strokes for different folks. Some people want to. I've, I've heard someone say they want to see the birth of Jesus. And I'm like, you realize just how incredibly uneventful that was. Yeah. At the end of the day, the story that you've been told is not this. Because look, it, if the smells. The, well, yeah. <laughs> of just a birth back then in general. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They don't. They're, they're not even scooping out the shit. They're just like. Do you want to hold him? No. Listen, I appreciate you coming to Earth to save me and all, but can we bathe like everyone in this room? This is the worst smelling baby I have ever smelled. My, Mary full of grace just dropped Mary full of squirts all over this kid. Can we get the doo doo off of this? It's a great thing. I've been doing really. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I really want us to focus. And I know that this podcast is like our bread and butter, even though we make no money. But I think the sketch ideas we, we need to go back and re- to reinvestigate because that's when it was like people, someone like a hardcore Catholic, yeah, right, and they get their an unbelievable chance. They don't even understand it, but there's yeah. a time travel thing, and they say, "I want to see the birth of our Lord and Savior." Yeah. And what they have in their mind is that nativity scene that their grandmother put up every right. year in like Winosha, Wisconsin, yeah. which was white Jesus in a very beautiful, comely, 
well-lit, sta- you know, stable yeah. with horses and three randos with gifts all of a sudden. And lambs. And lambs. And, and, yeah, like, it's this scene. Whereas what they probably walked into was a Joseph. fucking cave sunk, like, stunk into the ground yeah. that he that used to probably full with animal shit because there was nowhere else to stay. <coughs> yeah, there's piss so, and shit. Piss and shit everywhere. Probably like last night's fucking cum loads from whatever <laughs> prostitutes take their clients down there. Fucking vaginal, like, uh, what is that fluid? Like the fucking water's broke. Like vaginal fluid. Mary's just shit. doing... Think about it. She's just, B-O. according to the story, here's this... You gotta remember, first century... I mean, we, these were dark people. Yeah. So this would have been a dark, hairy... Unlikely to have been pretty. <laughs> Unlikely yeah. to have been pretty woman who, according to the story, is a virgin. <laughs> now let's put that into some, now the church. If we got big enough to really see, this could be the one that, that launches us because we're talking about the birth of Jesus in such a graphic <laughs> way. But if the story was he's born of he became he's the son he was born a man. Yeah. That he was born the same way I've seen it done. Of course I didn't I didn't see the traditional. I had the cesarean, but I I know enough. Well, I've and seen for all we know back then that could have been like a like a, a hands and knees position or something. Sure. Like we just assume that women are like <laughs> back like, then knees to poor, ears. Poor women, you know, they've had it rough since the agricultural like, revolution. They like, just oh she's going into a pregnancy. String her up by her arms well, there. Oh, <laughs> have a birthing rail, but they just like. Leaned you over and pushed you to force the baby down. Like, you don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying. They just, they manacle you up by the wrist and just hang you there with your legs. And your arms. They jiggle you so the baby falls. Like, we don't fucking know. Massage the baby out of there. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, what we're looking at is, a, is, a, is probably a, a tired, weary, dirty from travel, yeah. hairy Middle Eastern woman mm-hmm. shoving out a baby through her virgin hole. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think that room, it's not the scene. With all that being said. I heard Neil deGrasse Tyson once on a podcast <laughs> say that if time travel were real, if you were to go anywhere like f- that far back, you would spend the first, he said, easily two weeks of your existence there just throwing up from the smells. He said, <laughs> he said you, can't, you can't begin to imagine just the different flora and fauna of a different period in time. Well, especially one where it's the time when people are starting to to first become live in mass quantity together. Yeah. Live in cities of squalor. I mean the pictures you see of like in movies where they're just throwing throwing, you know, shit from that night Bring piss out and shit. <laughs> well, I'm talking about pissing shit just out the window. But that was like the thing. Yeah. I mean you read it when I, as a as a historian. Yeah. I, I love saying that. You should I, well, as a historian. But you should work in world traveler. Well, let me do preface one thing real quick. <laughs> I only started down this world travel path because I was saying for me, people focus on the big things, but I would always be just as interested to sit down for an hour and watch television commercials mm-hmm. because it's like the shit they were getting away with oh, yeah. was, and it, I know that it's not about woke or not woke, but this was just, who were they paying? Because you can watch some of these things like, you know, after you come home from a long day's work, a nice Chivas Regal can sure make you feel right. One Chivas before dinner and one Chivas after. And it's like, and you know what helps that go down with that? A nice menthol cigarette. <laughs> it's like a combined commercial. Yeah. It's like, is your... <laughs> Your son just turned 16. Smoke what he does. Camels. The best. <laughs> Camel. By yeah, like, man. You can find you can find old uh, like print ads of like only doctors smoke Lucky Strike. Like, <laughs> what's funny about that though is even present day. I remember going to a buddy's uh, bachelor party in Alabama years ago, mm. and uh, 
he <laughs> the bowling alley was like near a, a hospital mm. and you could see the loading dock area of the hospital and just fucking 20 30 either on break or off duty nurses and doctors outside just smoking like fucking chimneys <laughs> and it's like fucking uh, hospitals only sell McDonald's and the people that work in them fucking smoke like <laughs> what what is is Alabama though so I mean it's like what is going on with with this picture like I don't <laughs> but that'd be the it'd be the that's the kind of shit like the little stuff about going back that I would enjoy yeah I, one I'm lazy like you, you know I don't want to go back and I actually have to like work right I want to see cool shit I don't know you know sometime I might just want to sit around and wear the the clothes and smoke cool cigarettes while I drink Chivas Regal like fucking Hunter S Thompson. Go back to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. But before you guys do this, I <laughs> just want to ask everyone in the room a question. Uh, right to bear arms. We're all in agreement that that's this kind of musket, right? <laughs> Let's hypothetically say that I was able to kill all of you in six seconds with a musket that shot really fast mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Would we still we're still do, we're still doing it? Okay, good. We're still doing it. All right. <laughs> Didn't see that, but all right. My side's been making a completely different argument from where I'm from. <laughs> there would be a lot to talk about with those guys. <laughs> so listen, black people. <laughs> Look, John Adams, put the phone down. Listen, you can watch all the Riley Reed porn you want <laughs> as soon as we get to the bottom of a few things. It's got your phone. <laughs> One of them would. Have you seen a fist? I don't want to even get into the whole age gap here <laughs> between you and her. But I just, well, you can look at that as much as you want when we're done. It's just blown away at the hairlessness. It's like, it's a, it's a moving picture, and I can even tell she smells wonderful. <laughs> Well, you're probably not wrong. I don't. I should travel there next. But anyway, I mean, like, spontaneous sex in the 18th century must have been a real <laughs> shit show. Like, you, it could be truly hit or miss. Yeah. Like, you're walking into hot doo doo butt, or you're not. Well, but I mean, there's not. There's no walk, like at a certain period in time, you're walking into doo doo butt. No matter what. Yeah, cholera, doo-doo butt. Like, how how often? Like, we've talked about it with old whores before. Like, how often were they bathing? Like submerging themselves bathing. I think I think a, a, a lady of the night <coughs> was was pretty. They understand their business. I don't think that they a good work sex worker, even then, yeah. would know that their wares need to be at some level upkept. Right, but just in terms of like. But I, don't, I mean, what does a bath mean back then? See, I, like I always wondered about like breath. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what the Egyptians were eating half the time. And then you read Cats. some, you read some things, and you're like, actually, you know, like some of the things that we think are so incredible, they've just they've been around for two thousand, three thousand years. Like yeah. pe- they, people knew that chewing on spearmint mm-hmm. or on some leaves would freshen your breath. They would do it first thing in the morning. People knew to brush their teeth with little, you know, they pick their teeth, brush their teeth. They, they've done things, but just basic hygiene. Like the thought of an Altoid must have been a game changer. Because <laughs> those things came out in the 1700s. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like you, you're walking around this hot ass. You know, because these people are drinking all day. Right. So it's like you're having a fucking two ciders at breakfast, a cognac at lunch, beer for lunchies, as whatever it was called. There was literally towns that rang a bell that meant, all right, grog time. <laughs> so if you're working, 
you just had some low alcohol content beer, but just right. con- you know, and eating just probably just raw a lot. Yeah, undercooked pork. Undercooked things. Yeah, yeah. And, and and not really flossing, so you're getting that. But meat just in, in terms there. of the availability. And of then the boom, bath. someone says, "I have this Altoid that will make kissing your husband or wife mm-hmm. almost bearable." <laughs> you know, it's not going to do anything about the dead tooth. No. No, but, she's always going to be Maureen Ponderosa, but yeah. we have these, is out, and they were probably, I mean, can you imagine the flavor? Yeah. I, I kidded about probably that one time. Like, one Dorito now has more flavor than these people ever yeah. had in their life. Oh, yeah, like, Bland, boiled potatoes yeah, and, like, and yams. What's for dinner? Well, I boiled some carrots <laughs> and potatoes in water, and it was water from yesterday. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yesterday's water would be an, in, would be an increase. <laughs> and then I, uh, I also boiled some meat. And that's all. <laughs> okay, good. That sounds that sounds good. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to ladle some of the meat and vegetable water on top of your meat and vegetables, I suppose you could call it a stew, or you could just whack at it with a wooden spoon like I'm going to. You would, you would have been, I tell you what, you would be the worst to time travel with. Because I know, you don't even like going to Latin America, let alone back to 200 years. But having said that, if I've, I'm sure I've asked you before, that is there one thing that would interest you to see? What, going back in time? Yeah. Because uh, I, mean, I think I, I want to know today, because today you're extra honorary because you're sick. <coughs> you were complaining about the AC earlier and the weather in general. Yeah. I mean, you have a general feistiness right now. So I haven't really ever thought about it, but like, I, it's... I've answered a similar question on the show. I don't remember the context, but I would go somewhere in the Mediterranean, like even fucking balls, even 1600, whatever. Oh yeah. In, uh, in, on the Amalfi coast, the food is good. Like I'm not going to like, I'm not going to any Anglo Saxon region of the world before like fucking salt and pepper made its way there. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah. like you're going to be close to the Silk the Silk Road, so you'll be having spices. I'll go, yeah, I'm going to, if I got to go back in time, it's going to be France or Italy, or somewhere where they're if, cooking if, food that tastes good. It, you just, you cannot preface that, how, how strongly people felt about spices. Mm-hmm. That, again, they would go on years of travel to accumulate spices and bring them back to their home ports. Right. They would die. Men would die and be like, oh, well, you can you imagine? Uh, I heard about Arturo. He died on the ship across. And they're like, yeah, what, what, what voyage was he doing? Uh, he was going for, for salt. Salt? He goes for oregano. He goes, he goes for salt. <laughs> so he died for salt. Yes, yes. It is very honorable. Very honorable to die for the salt. Who was the first person to figure out, like, if we just scoop up some ocean water... <laughs> And leave it outside for a while. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, it'll just be a glass of salt. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, that's a good question. Because remember, that was like, so stop voyaging. We got all the salt we need right here. One of the brands that we work with was like, now that's all they do is sea salts from one of the most pure bodies of water on the eastern seaboard. Yeah. But they just said they knew, you know, they knew the process because, you know, they were chefs. They went and started taking water out and drying it. They would had some. They put it on a pig roast and buried the pig for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. When they pulled the pig out, they accumulated all that salt. It had been smoked for 12 hours with the pig. They just accumulated it and put it in little containers and put them on the tables. And when people were serving the meat and the comment that kept coming back around was like, this salt, like, yeah, this is, 
incredible. So that because it had been smoked with that with that right. animal for for twelve hours, that now they have this product, and now they have any number of sea salts. But right, yeah, I wouldn't. To echo the point, I wouldn't go to like England, like a fucking. I just watched Bill Burr's new stand-up special. And Is it's it good? It's fucking great. Him and Dave Chappelle have both just decided like, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, woke dipshits. Yeah, and it's funny because like, we were just awesome. talking about Vice, and Vice keeps shitting on Dave Chappelle. They keep really, and you go into the comment section, and you like. You see people just like me, you're like, Vice, man, can y'all just, come on, bro. Like, yeah. report on real news. I watched that document. I watched his stand-up. It was a comedian being a comedian, no more, no less. He, he's not what, sitting here, he's yeah. not advocating for, for fucking rape. Comedians are supposed to be fucking funny. If it hurts your feelings, too fucking bad, turn yeah. it off. So yeah, Bill Burr is, is similarly like, fuck the woke people. He even jokes in the special, like, this will be the last show I do once this gets out. <laughs> and the, he's in England, and at some point, like, they're eating fucking, I don't know, meat pies, whatever the fuck you people eat. And it just made me laugh. I was like, yeah, like, the, like I don't ever think about, like, ooh, yeah, let's go to England and eat. Well, they have a reputation. Like, I they have a reputation for bland food. Minced and meat and minced a lot meat of potatoes. Pies, yes, and, like, and shepherd's pie. But, of course, I've like anything else. Pie. There's nothing I want less. Oh, I shepherd's love pie. shepherd's pie. I never have it very much, but I love it. There's no, I, Mushy peas. Mm, so good. There's nothing I want less than that. But the, uh, but like anything else, there's plenty in England that you would love. They they can make a sausage. There there's food that you I would enjoy. I do want to try. I do want to go there to try a legit English breakfast because I've always been curious about the tomatoes and the baked beans. Why? I I make I make English breakfast probably once a month. Because I don't know. It's fan fucking. Like, I don't know why. Like it's it, 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 like is there a, is there a culture that See, sees no. bacon and eggs and goes, huh? You no. know, like the way that we look at that and go like. Beans and tomatoes? Like, what well, it's, just, it's the best. Of, well, for one, the baked bean in England, I mean, it is, they're not restricted. Like, in, in America, when we think baked bean, I think most people are thinking barbecue. Right. Summertime, Boston baked beans, real sweet. Yeah. You know, we, we've kind of, we've kind of pigeonholed them. <coughs> we've pigeonholed the bean. Right. The baked bean, that is, into a very certain type of meal. The English don't do that. And hence, you see it at breakfast. And like, there's a guy that was on one of those shows. He's like known as the Bean Man. He's collect his house is like a fucking museum to mm. the to the baked bean industry. I mean, it's kind of nuts. The dude's a little bit crazy. He's got yeah. tattoos of baked beans. I mean, it's it's it's, taking it's, it it's out there. But when I I remember the first time I saw uh, like a, a proper English breakfast was on Layer Cake. It's a very good movie with Daniel Craig. And it's just beautiful. And I was like, wait, you got chips, as they call them. So in some cases, you can get fries. See, I'm, so on, I'm on board with that. Right fr- it's fries, baked beans, there's eggs. I've seen them scrambled. I've seen them sunny side or hard over. And then you got bacon and then ham and blood sausage. You always have to have the blood sausage. And then, of course, the tomato and the baked beans. And the tomatoes always kind of looks like it's been sitting on top of a burner for a minute. I was say, the tomatoes are usually kind of charred. Kind of, kind of charred. Or they come, sometimes I've seen them served out of, like, whole tomatoes that come out of the, the, the can, and then they kind of roast those. Yeah. I like those because they have more taste. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways, I, I make it all. It's one of my favorite meals, and I make it all the time. Mm. I, I just, I love it. I really do. I don't, have, I don't make blood sausage because I, I, I don't know how. It doesn't sound good. It's so tasty. It's probably one of those things that's better than it sounds. It's, 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 I mean, it's got that pate kind of iron sometimes if it's I not. I think I had it at Leon's once because the char- charcuterie guy back in the day. Sure. 
was all about getting experimental and, and go, getting out there with the cured meats. Mm. So I probably had it. Mm-hmm. I remember, you know, everybody, we've talked about this before with charcuterie. Everybody always like, you got to get the charcuterie board. And I was like, you know, after a while, it kind of all just tastes like a different version of a hot dog. Yeah, well, it's all just salami. <laughs> not, I just, to me. I'm not dying to spend $16 <laughs> on six different kinds of hot dogs. <laughs> It always is so expensive too, <laughs> and it's right like, with garden vegetables and little little tiny onions. We've got uh, you know, vegetables but, and mustard you know, one seeds. Thing, one thing, just so you know, crustiest bread you've ever seen. I, won't, I mean, she's not a super fan, but she's been a guest on the show. Uh, Emily and Jeff are huge. They lived with us oh, for all those we've months. Talked about that and the coot kid coot. They're they're and trying all that. to do the cootery board. Like they cooters. want they want a restaurant called Cooters right. that only serves Different charcuterie kinds of charcuterie yeah, board. We, we're talking about it. We made up the kid coot. Yeah, that's right. We mac did do this. Mac and cheese and hot dogs. Yeah, mac and cheese and hot The kid coot. Because that's going to sell. <laughs> That'll be, that won't cause any problems. Uh, I mean, charcuterie, it's like it's like sushi. Like, is it good? Yeah. But it's a fucking fortune, and you're still hungry. I don't know what you're talking about with sushi, Bill. Every time we go for sushi, I end up spending like $70. <laughs> I'm like, I could eat, like, everything I just ate, I could eat again, because I'm still hungry. Yeah, at least uh, Leah got me the the boat for my my birthday this year. Yeah, you ever seen those the sushi yeah. boats? Yeah. And she called the restaurant we love, and they were like, "Well, we don't really have them anymore, but we they know they know us. We go there, so we're regulars." So <laughs> the, the lady on the phone said, "We might have one at our boss's house." So they're like, "Let's call you back," and they did. They like they went over to the owner's home and cleaned off this beautiful sushi boat and brought it out. The whole thing. And it was so much sushi, and the, la- the little lady says, more coming. Leah didn't realize that, you know, the boat only holds so much. So it was the boat plus, like, two plates of sushi. Right. I mean, it was magic. I mean, it was just magic. I, I love good sushi. When we lived in the city, we used to go to Harry's all the time. I love Harry's. Harry's. In uh, the Virginia Highlands. It's a very legit sushi place. Wait a minute. Where are the Virginia Highlands? Uh, it's it's on the main drag on North Highland, um, huh. kind of in between. What's that Irish place and the Ten High? It's kind of like all right there. Uh, okay, Harry's was fucking legit. We used to walk there sometimes when the weather was good. Um, there was and Kristen worked at a place called Sushi House that's not open anymore. There's a place called Gecko. We used to go to all kinds of sushi places in town, and it's all it was always good. There's not too much good sushi near where we live, but. Point being, like, even at Harry's, you go and you order some rolls and some nigiri and whatever, and the bill comes, and like, fuck, I could eat all that again, and we're getting ready to, like, pay a $70 tab. <laughs> like, I'm just, it's... You're getting the wrong stuff. <clears throat> this is not a sushi show. I don't, I don't like, I'm, when we go for sushi, I'm like, I don't want all the rice. Like, that's, it's like fucking, it's like loading up on bread before dinner. It's like, mm. I, I came here for sushi, not for white rice. Sure. So, sure. you know, I tend to get the, uh, what do they call it? The sashimi a lot. Ooh, sashimi. <coughs> Matt's going to love this. He loves sushi, doesn't he? Yeah, Matt like Matt loves all things from the sea. I'm just trying to look here and see. Um, I've been looking at the, by the way, you see this thing about the heartburn drug, Zantac? No, what about it? It's got a carcinogen in it. It's being pulled from the shelves at CVS and Walgreens. and I just took one of those a couple days ago. <laughs> I've been taking them pretty regular for years. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe that would explain this growth on my side. Jeez, man. It's well, like, you know, my doctor told me... That's funny, because that was like my go-to heartburn drug for years, and that's the one that he put me on. And then more recently, maybe two years ago, he put me on Nex- Nexium, 
uh, uh, two pills every day mm-hmm. in the morning, like a double dose. And that's I've said it on the pod before. I was like, is there a is there something? What's the downside here? Like, surely you can't just take uh, whatever that drug is like for the rest of your life, and there not be some sort of de- negative. He said, well, studies have shown long-term usage can lead to early onset, like, dementia and Alzheimer's. <laughs> you just got to decide, like, do you want to eat spicy food or do you want to remember things? And I'm like, that's funny, but I don't like it. He said, well, listen, I take two every day, and I have for years because I like Thai food and I can't eat it. I'm like, yeah. I'd give up Thai food, dude, because I've had Thai food and it ain't that good. Like, so that's why I got on the enzymes. The enzymes are all natural and excluding recently... Because I found I was taking steroids for my throat, and uh, the one side effect was if you it's okay to drink if you feel like having a drink with this steroid. However, mixing the steroid with alcohol could lead to peptic ulcers. Mm. And so, the first day I actually kind of felt somewhat better, and I wanted a tequila just to relax. Because I had the thing about steroids is they don't fucking let you sleep like four in the morning, white ass awake in bed, like full on. Uh, Insomnia. It, was, mm-hmm. it sucked. So by the time I started actually physically feeling better, but you have to taper off that drug so you don't have fucking withdrawal, I was doing some tequila to try and help me relax and sat up in the middle of the night, like fucking, I felt like I had like a like a dart that was just going through my abdomen and out my back. It's like, holy fuck. I'm taking fucking Zantac and Nexium and drinking milk and whatever the fuck I can just to settle it down. <laughs> So with that that exception, I've been able to stay off those kinds of drugs because of the enzymes. But uh, it's good to know that Zantac's got a carcinogen in it. Yeah. I wonder what Nexium has. Let's take a safe sex so I can get some water. I want to get my sandwich. There you go. I'm going to eat while we record. Okay. Let's You've do done it. this before. Yeah. It's not it's not a big deal. i got to get my throat a break anyway. <laughs> yeah. The, laugh, the golden voice over here is... I can't imagine you swallowing that right now and thinking about last weekend. Was it this past weekend? <clears throat> no. The weekend before? The weekend, before, the weekend that we would have recorded for last week. Mm. It was brutal. Still not great. And poor Albury. You know how dramatic Albury is. She cannot handle being sick. Albury? I don't know. I've always said, like, between the two of them, she's the last one you want getting sick. She just kind of wusses out, too. Everything's falling apart. She just needs to be held. (laughs) She just wants to be held on the sofa, and she makes demands, not requests. (laughs) Like, I want milk. Like, all right. You get up to go get it. Where are you going? (laughs) Getting up to get your milk. I need you. Like... You want milk or me? <laughs> I want milk. <laughs> you, you, you go get it, and then you sit down, and she's like, hugs it tight, and like puts her hand on you, like, oh, feel good. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I want milk. I want milk. So, your first two bites back to the Baldinos. This has better flavor than Jersey Mike's. No the the beef it. or the meat cuts definitely have more flavor. Mm-hmm. But not, not like, more in the sense that it's, like, drastically more. Just more. They have more flavor. Yeah, there's more, to echo the conversation, there's more spice coming through mm-hmm. than with your typical... And I have to feel like with the Baldino's not... I mean, they're a chain, so to speak, but not, like, a huge thing. There's only, like, seven of them or something. Really? I thought there was just two. 
No, there's one. There's some. They have ones in weird spots. There's the one in Pooler, Georgia, which is down there near Statesboro. Are there any in New Jersey? I don't think so. But you just have to think a small place like that started as one place. They probably have a connection now to a little bit higher quality meat than something that a place like Jersey Mike's is mass producing. This is easily look upable. I'm gonna try these chips, and if I don't like them, I won't say anything. You don't have to hurt my feelings, bro. That's just a, it's a chip that uh, I bought these actually from. I sold the shell station near my house. I got with the guy and said, "You should carry some of our products." And he was just like, "Okay, you bring." That's it. <laughs> and so, but some of it I brought. He didn't want, but the chips he took. And these guys are a company, in Carolina. What is it? Kettle. <laughs> Carolina Kettle. Carolina Kettle. Yeah, sorry. But uh, this is my favorite of their flavors, the honey sriracha. I don't really taste sriracha. I just it's taste, just seasoning. I just taste Spice, hot. yeah. But it does have a, a sriracha style because I eat a lot of sriracha. It does it, it does have a flavor component of sriracha. <clears throat> but glad. my favorite thing to put sriracha on mm-hmm. is Tombstone Pizza. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All day. I'm, I mean, I put it on any type of pizza, but... If I get like Domino's, which I've heard, I'm telling you, man, that's my second, like my second or third person tell me this. I went talking about it on the pod. I went to order it. Yeah, I did. I did. The hemp pill day. Yeah, I didn't do it that day. But I will say, also, story about those hemp pills. I did not feel good. (laughs) I went home and I was brushing my teeth. You want another one, right? Huh? <laughs> but you want another one. I mean, one. I would have another one. It's a very, it's always sunny moment. Like, I felt terrible. But you want another one, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, I definitely want another one. But I, I was brushing my teeth, and it kind of hit the right spot, and I kind of gag coughed. Like, you know, when you hit your tongue when you're mm-hmm. brushing your teeth. Let's just say old old Shirley made an appearance on the on the back end, and I was I was in my good. sink, like, throwing up Shirley Hemphill. It might have had something to do with the timing <laughs> of the show <laughs> and, the, and watching Showgirls. Oh, that was... It, it was a weird day. It was a weird day. Yeah, the way that Shirley Hemphill made me feel kind of echoed the show before when we kind of quit early because I was like, I just don't feel good. Yeah, yeah. I tell the Shirley Hemphill. MMP was worried about you. He, was check- he checked him. That's right. <clears throat> but, I mean, I would do a Shirley Hemphill again. But I just – I think what it was, too, and I thought about it again. We should just do it the with I- The ice from your machine definitely has a flavor. Oh, yeah, I don't use that ice. And we should have – I should have gotten, like, a couple – Brought some in one of my fancy, what do you call these things? Not the igloos or yetis or whatever. I could have just brought some ice over. But in retrospect, all that being said, I, I was on uh, talking to a buddy of mine the other day, and she was like, man, I ordered some Domino's. I, I've never done it. I ordered a kept simple, got a medium. I don't know if she got the pan one that you're yeah. so high on or not, but she was like, it was just so good. Like, I mean, it was, not, it was like, I was like, good by what standard? She's like, well, I mean, I'm not sitting here saying that it's the best pizza I've ever right. had. But for like $6.99, and I picked it up, so I didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah, like, they got this like $7 carryout deal, like any pizza. Like, if you go get it, it's 7 bucks. Like, you're going to spend four and change on yeah. a tombstone. Well, that, yeah. Well, I'm going to fucking extra large Brooklyn style <laughs> for $7 at Domino's. <laughs> It's not as good as Mona Lisa, the <laughs> Italian place by my house, but that's also like a $22 pie. <laughs> like, know what you're getting. All right. I am seeing locations to to, to clear up the Baldino, <clears throat> the home store in Doraville, and there's Marietta, Milton, Augusta, Garden City, 
Hinesville, Georgia, Pooler, Georgia, two in Pooler. They must be a hot, hot down there. Richmond Hill, Georgia, three in Savannah, and one in Statesboro. And a couple in Augusta that it's one for closed for remodeling, reopening this summer, it says. Well, TPTO fans, uh, hardcore text chains, get out there and try it. It sounds like there's one close to all of you. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Alan, Superfan Allen loves Baldinos. When, I I, when we first started talking about Baldinos, he was all about that life. Did you tell him about the leeches at, at uh, Folly Beach? No. Well, I was going <laughs> to let you do that. You know, it just turns out there's leeches at Folly Beach, too. Somebody shared on the Folly Beach page, <coughs> like, does anybody know what kind of worm this is? Oh, I saw that. And then yeah. somebody said, that's a leech. And then somebody said, here's a shot of them swimming. And it was like a little alcove on the And just fucking thousands of them. It's like, there's another thing that you won't get at the Gulf. Come on down to uh, <laughs> the great beaches of Folly where we have the elderly folks and leeches. <laughs> To make you feel better when you are ill. <laughs> you are sick? you feeling sickly? Do you need to have your blood lift? <laughs> <laughs> I know you You see that show, Drunk History, right? Yeah. We were talking, the guy was doing the one about Zachary Taylor, who was the president who got, he refused to, the story, the, the, the myth is that he refused to put on his coat for a, a speech because he wanted to be able to free to move and look comfortable. Mm-hmm. And he got pneumonia and died like six right. months later. But, I mean, I don't know how accurate that story, but in the drunken history that we're talking about, that was one of the treatments that while he lay fighting for his life, they were just pop- hitting him with leeches, you know, popping leeches on his body. And, of course, the guy that's drunk telling the story was like, yeah, there they are, you know, just fucking throwing leeches at him. <laughs> so, of course, that's how they acted out. Just a guy just getting pelted with leeches. But I actually am trying to pull up that post... Uh, as we speak, because I have gotten nothing but just excitement and being a part of this Folly Beach group, I really haven't embraced the the full troll level that I'm going to. I was so thrilled with the response I got from the she crab soup question. Yeah, there I must mean, have been 68 people who all responded like <laughs> 100% local, grew up on it, love she crab soup. <laughs> who the fuck is this person you're arguing with? And what's funny is they can see that I'm not from South Carolina, so they all assume that that I'm the asshole who says that nobody eats she-crab soup from South Carolina. <laughs> like, no, no, and eventually I come like, no, 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 you got it all wrong. The guy that I'm debating with, he lives there too. Yeah, yeah, and he, he swears there. you're all full of shit. He says you're full of shit, yeah. <laughs> they were in Charleston, they were in Folly, they were in other parts of that area, all natives, locals. Not only did they say that they like it, grew up on it, eat it all the time, they were even like saying, like, this is the best place to go for it. Not a tourist thing. Local cuisine, for sure. Just person after person. It's like, all right. So what we've determined is that our inside guy is full of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see. This isn't even my fight. This is a this is a joke between the two of you. I haven't even really gotten in on the she-crab soup debate. I mean, I've never fucking had she-crab soup. I would try it. I've had it. It's like... Crab clam chowder. Yeah, I like clam chowder. I like I love crab, but I, I've never had it. But I just his 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 assertion of his that it's only uh, a tourist thing to me always felt hollow. Do you know what I'm saying? Always felt hollow. Yeah. Whereas I don't like the varsity per se, but it's something that it's it's an Atlanta thing. Yeah. Like, and it, you do eat it. The do I do eat it. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I I get the urge like once a year. Sometimes more, but yeah. usually not much more. About once a year. I got, Sean talks me into it more. I think I've probably been three times this year, <laughs> and I never would have gone. And I give you that case in point. 
the folks were in town, or they're in town permanently now, but they were they were saying, like, can we, Taylor was in town, y'all want to go to the varsity with V at noon? And I had, like, just put on my, my workout clothes. And even then, I was like, eh, you can take V. <laughs> and they did. I was like, I, I just don't have any interest. Because yeah. it's like... If you eat there, you smell like you're there. But this isn't to get into the varsity. I'm just simply saying. That, I, I know it happens. Oh I get God. it. I wish they delivered. Dude, I <laughs> so I would be a little mushy by the time it got there. But I love. I mean, I don't ever change either. Chili cheese slaw or just chili slaw dogs. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like the cheese on a hot dog. Chili I do, but they use American. And yeah, they, and they it never looks right. They only part of it melts, so shredded, you have this other side. Shredded cheddar is fine. <laughs> not not a slice of American. But they rolled the hot dog in. <laughs> That's what I do love about the varsity is that they really, their level of give a shit is just at the line. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like they bring you two beautiful dogs every time. You never get one dog that looks the same, which is kind of the point. Yeah. But it's, you know, it is delicious. It is greasy. It is gross. Yep. But it is Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Just because, just because. like somebody mashed them with their palm before they (laughs) (laughs) I like the one, the chili burger there. Because it's really tough to differentiate dif- differentiate where's the patty and where's the chili oh, yeah. begin they're, they're very sim- like they're I get, extremely I get similar so you can see the line <laughs> but it looks like someone took a bun put a very small patty on it a piece of cheese a beanless chili a top and then went <laughs> and mashed it in their hand and then they give it to you once they've wrapped yeah once they've wrapped it in plastic but man I mean, you give me those two chili slaw dogs i like the fries i like it when someone else gets the rings I like the fries, and I like them when they're crispy, because they're not always crispy. They're not all, of course they're not. And for a long time, they took away the, the what's that, paprika they used to have on the table? Oh, yeah. They, I had people stealing them, finding them where they could, so I could make sure I had one when I would visit the varsity. But it's still a place. It's someone says, you know, are you coming to Atlanta? I heard the varsity's kind of touristy. I'd be, it is. But at the same time, it's an Atlanta thing. Yeah. It's a place that's been there for 80, 90, 100 years. It's yeah, not when, going anywhere. When my, and, when my brother-in-law comes to town... We go to the Vortex, we go to the Claremont, we go to all these, like, places that locals roll their eyes about. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but you've fucking been there. Yeah, of course it's, you have. It's good. Yeah. And like, oh, the Elvis Burger's got peanut butter on it, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking everybody knows. He's from Los Angeles. Let him yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> oh, you're going to go to Claremont, they got Blondie with the tits in the beer can. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows, like... He's not from here. <laughs> like, yes, I could take him to the General Muir, but who fucking who wants to go there? Like, let's let's do some. Why some... did you have to take it there? I love the General Muir. Yeah, I've never had anything there I liked. But the point. You got to get the the uh, fill in the blank. Any the, modern the, the lox plate that comes with the white fish and the red. Oh, it's so good. Fill in any modern hip subway tile restaurant that. That your average Atlanta. You're such like, a dick. You why should, does Subway should. Tile make your restaurant <laughs> like why? Why is that too much? What I mean, I'm just saying when he comes to town, we do go to places like Kimball House, but more often than not, it's like let's just fucking slum it and go to the Vortex and the Claremont. Like we don't have to go slumming at the Vortex. That place ain't very slum. Well, they still spend a lot of money in that motherfucking place. They overcharge for their food. They really do. Oh, 100. percent so, it used I mean, to be better when they had ostrich on the menu. I used to get the ostrich burger all the time. I, I never, I don't recall that. But I mean, it's that's the, the whole point of it is Alan always seems so assured right. and confident that she crab soup was just a thing that they thought was Charleston. Right. And what we saw viscerally and with passion is that Alan is wrong right. on every front. 
I should go back to the page now and ask, like, so who here eats at bubblegum shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> bubblegum shrimp. Local Thoughts? delicacy or tourist trap? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> that was, you know, people might catch on. This is some subtle trolling. I think originally you were asking an honest question. Yeah, I was. It was a legitimate question to, to prove Alan wrong. Yeah, which is not that hard. We had a meeting today. Yeah. And it was funny because in a lot of these meetings, you know, you can see the other person even if they're remote. You know, he was in Charleston. We're here, whatever. And, and there was a point made and he kind of seconded this point. It was like all about it. And then they came, they were, you know, we go in this circle of talking, and my boss, Alan's boss, main boss, one of the bros, is like, not shot it down, but in a very stern way said it, he would do it completely the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And I came in, I was like, I have to absolutely agree with what he said, not Alan, the other. The, in, in, uh, Give it 20 minutes, that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy. I gave it 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a solid 20. But it, to see Alan's face look so, like, angered while he was just listening to me and 20 Minutes yeah. basically say, well, we think that's absolutely wrong and not <laughs> the way we should do it, and here's why. And you can literally just see Alan's facial ticks. He he's holding a steering wheel <laughs> and he's just gripping it tight. It's making that, that sound like a, a moist hand on a balloon makes because he rolls his fingers over it. Yeah, and he's, like, planning his next murder. That's why you insisted we record today. Like, yeah. if we don't record, Alan's going to kill our he, boss. Well, he's just going to kill. He, he, <laughs> think about Alan's murdering. He's pretty good at keeping things compartmentalized. Like, he, he's kept his murder life... Like Dexter. Yeah, very, very separate from his work life and his personal life. Alan's dark passenger loves she crab soup. Loves it. Dark passenger. Jeez. <laughs> if I ever heard him uh, say that. She crab soup, it's like a fucking main lobster roll. Is it something that tourists <laughs> eat when they go there? Yes. But that was my, that was my hold on. That was my favorite yeah. Folly Beach thing you sent me. <coughs> I'm just in town. Where's the best lobster roll? And someone just comments <laughs> underneath it, Boston. <laughs> I mean, right in the Folly Beach Not group. Here. Oh, shit. It's cold. That's, that's like whenever somebody posts a picture to Folly or somebody like, what's the weather like today? I'm hoping to get outside and catch some sun. And then all the responses are, it's overclassed and cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Fucking Folly Beach. <laughs> I love when people ask, like, what's the weather like? Me and my husband are coming to town next week, hoping to catch some sun. <laughs> well, you won't hear because it's overclassed and cloudy. Cloudy. <laughs> High of 79. <laughs> Just cold enough to not enjoy the beach. <laughs> It'd be too warm for you to sit comfortably outside, but too cold to get in the water. You won't want to anyways, because there's leeches. <laughs> this gets worse and worse. <laughs> Do an infomercial Good for Good news Bali is beach. the blacks are on sale at Market Street. <laughs> We've got all the she-crab soup you can ask for. Mandingo fights are live and in pay-per-view this weekend. Captain Jack Willie is down on... I don't even know, man. She crab soup. Oh. It's just hot enough to not enjoy the beach. It's just, just cold quiet. enough to not get in the water. <laughs> the, the little... Like, the just perfect temperature to be not... Like, you can't do either. You know? Jeez Louise. Oh, I, I got to go to this Folly Beach just for the material. <laughs> I, in my mind, it's like when, when they go to, when the gang goes to the Jersey Shore and uh, there's just needles, needles and everywhere. everywhere and just that's just <laughs> liberal bullshit, Frank. Liberal bullshit. Rum ham. 
still one of my arguably my favorite. Did you catch the season premiere? We already yeah, talked about this. What'd you think? I loved it. Yeah, I think it's very good. I think and I know that uh, this Wednesday's is Thunder Gun related. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're doing a, a Thunder Gun, and it's like Unleashed or Thunder Gun. It's got a, a name that makes it seem more exciting. But I think they're dropping hints. <coughs> I watched it uh, just one time. I think they're dropping fairly unsubtle hints that this is it. Really? I, I think so. I mean, they've. I read a lot of interviews with with uh, Rob, and and he's saying that they could do it forever. But he's not saying we're going to do it forever. He's just saying the premise and the show that they've created could go much like a South Park because right. you're just bouncing off the social scene. You're, you're taking things and endless plot points and right. endless because it. Once they accepted a level, they've always accepted a level of absurd that I think makes them rare in, in com- comedy shows. But sure. it, it, they, they, it, the way it's been constructed, there's no, it, it's not like a show that would fizzle. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, would, it just could go on forever, but I, uh, clearly they don't want to do that. So It's funny, I've been binge watching it, being homesick. I got a lot of time in with it. I just started with episode one and... It's been a couple weeks now. I'm in the uh, season 12 now. Yeah. And it's just wild seeing them age. Oh, yeah. And did you notice, I mean, Dennis, Glenn Howerton is not aging. And which, from a character perspective, from a Dennis Reynolds perspective, yeah. I think is very valuable. Yeah. But the lighting of the show has, has changed so much over the years and they're, the way that it, it, it like, they it's got much more production value, of course. They're definitely getting lit better than they used to. Yeah. And, and, but and Kaylin Olsen looks like she's had some work She's done. had some work done. <laughs> and no one's really talking. Like, on that <laughs> friend group, it's pretty funny, you know, because, like, on that group I'm in, whatever, it's... No one's really talked about it. But mm. I was, like, half expecting someone to really shit on her, knowing that group. Right. But it hasn't really... Charlie seems pretty much the exact same. He was just on an NPR, and I missed it. I would have loved to have. Yeah, I don't know if you ever in your car on a Sunday, but wait, wait, don't tell me is on N- NPR. I've heard it. It's but very, very yeah, funny, yeah. and he was apparently on there, and I missed it. So, I like the I, the the person whose uh, pr- uh, evolution I've enjoyed the most is Frank's. Oh, just because yeah. when you go to those early episodes, his hair's still short. Yeah. He's he's still the he's, warthog. He's noticeably too. fatter right. in the face, and like as the time has gone on, he's gotten older and slenderer, and his hair just gets wilder and wilder. Yeah. I just watched the episode Being Frank. Oh, that's crazy. He wakes up, wakes he's up. in a pink pocket, <laughs> brushes some black dye into his hair. He has a suitcase there specifically to stand on so he can reach the sink. You know, fucking. He picks up Pondy. Pondy's the coolest. <laughs> I love it, man. I uh, did you happen to also catch? Are, are you still even updated to South Park? No, I kind of tuned out a while ago. Okay, it I, just, I it's it, it not. I, I I appreciate it and see that it is funny, but I haven't laughed at a South Park episode in like ten years. Okay, well I think that's a stretch. Ten years, I, I can <coughs> I can easily think of an episode right now where you would. Guffaw, not the last laugh. time I remember like really laughing was <laughs> when Stan's or when Stan's dad is drunk. Randy the bleachers. Randy's like, "What's our thoughts with America?" <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Huh? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You gonna do? <laughs> yeah, which is one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> the boys are trying to lose baseball. They hate baseball. <laughs> they want to go inside and play games, but their parents are all into this baseball thing. And then even when they try to lose, they win because other teams don't want to play baseball. So every little kid, little little kid, <laughs> little league team is trying to lose. Right. It's hilarious. But yeah, no, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I was actually telling Leah that I was watching some um, 
some videos on the YouTube of Matt and Trey talking to film schools and uh, writing labs. Mm. You know, people that are looking to be comedic writers or just writers. I, really right. don't, I don't really know. Does, like, does Bill Hader still write on that show? Mm-hmm. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, and a lot. And one of my favorites was so Six Days to Air. We've talked about this before. Yeah. But Bill Hader's right there in the writing room for one of these great episodes. It will. Yeah. It goes on now to be one of the most you know. Disgusting, but loved. <laughs> the human eye centipad, um, which when you see their writing process is just incredible. Yeah. But anyways, he was. They were doing a bit where not a bit, but they were talking to the N- NYU uh, film school. They said the problem with storytelling as you see it today is that it's always like this happened, therefore. Right. Therefore, this happened, or no, uh, I don't know. This happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. That's not storytelling. There's nothing compelling. So the, they had to have the words uh, but and however. I think I can't remember the words. Like, so this happened, but then this happened. Mm. Therefore, like it was it's gotta work. He's gotta you gotta ask these questions, but I love it. And the last few seasons have definitely not been like as many home run hitters as far as making me laugh. But this this first one of this season was pretty, pretty good. It yeah. was called Mexican Joker. And when I started watching the show, I was like, what the fuck? It's not really like that at all. But what the premise, the, the the bottom line premise was Cartman realizes that he can get <clears throat> Kyle thrown into like prison by mm-hmm. calling ICE. So he reports the the whole Bravlowski family who is then taken away as ICE. That's what was shot. You know, that's what mm-hmm. the, that's what they're doing. Right. It's saying like this is how this happens. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like, you can't take my son. Like, well, once we get this situation sorted out in about tw- thirty-six to forty-eight hours, <laughs> you can go if you're telling the truth. So, like, you can't. You're taking someone's toddler. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing. So there's Kyle, and he's in the middle of this jail. Yeah. And he's a kid in a cage. He's a kid in a cage, and they give him one of the little blankets that looks like silver, and it's like very much the scene that you've seen. Right. And the the the, the real premise is. So what was really funny was the guy goes like, wait, because Kyle tells him how he got there. He's like, I'm an American citizen. My stupid-ass friend did this to get me put in here. And he's like, wait, you're Jewish? Oh, my God. Because now <laughs> you've got Jews being separate. You see where they're, they're trying yeah. to, like, if it, before it was just little Mexicans. But if we have Jews, we could get in a lot of trouble. This looks bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the premise of the Mexican Joker that he tries that Kyle tries to tell these these idiots that are running the ice camp was he saying you don't understand what you're doing you're creating the Mexican Joker. You see, I was like, <laughs> you're taking you're separating this child from his family, right? And in some instances, these people die while they're coming over. Some they've lost a family member, and then they see this cruelty yeah. put on them by the American government. And it's very clear that it's the American government. You know, they're not going to have their enemy will be very large and yeah. not hard to find. So he's like, you have to think now. You through this process is creating a future enemy, the, the Mexican Joker. So yeah. then the, that's where the episode just it does its own thing. Yeah. And for those that might want to see it, I thought it was really, really great television. It's though. an interesting premise because you could argue that all the stupid bullshit we've done in the Middle East since fucking before the Carter administration probably led to... Uh, you mean the Crusades? <laughs> because oftentimes when you talk about that, like certain parts and geography of those Middle Eastern countries, their memories are ten times longer. 
well, I know. than like the average. Well, not just because we're American, <laughs> we've only been around for two hundred whatever years. I but. know. I just I say just for argument's sake, just go back to the Carter administration <laughs> with the Shah. Of Jimmy Carter said yes. The Shah of Iran and all that bullshit. Jimmy Carter. You have these generations of people who have just grown up assuming that America is the devil because they bombed this this village and they did this that and the other and so. Or they deposed, you know, a popularly elected. Iranian president to put the Shah in power, who then right. basically ran the country like his own little fiefdom for 40 years. And then what do they do when they rebel and they actually have to capture some Americans? Oh, there's evil old Iran. So anyways, Iran. you understand when like you find it like the generations of men and women like are all about just fucking jihad on America because of the shit they grew up watching <sighs> Americans do in their mm-hmm. backyard. It does kind of make you wonder like how many fucking Mexican little little Mexican kid terrorists are we breeding right now? Right. Who are like And that's what that's where it takes the show. The guy's like, okay, now one of you could be the Mexican Joker. Like they're just so stupid that they're trying to identify right now <laughs> right. who the Mexican Joker is. Right. Like it's I mean it's a fucking border. So country. what what of course what does Kyle do? I mean, <laughs> I'm ruining anything. But he just converts them all to Judaism, even though they can't even speak English, most of them. Yeah. So now they have a very large problem in their hands. Because they've got this little basically internment camp. Yeah. Of little Jewish of little kids. Jewish kids yeah. that speak Spanish. It's just it was a very well written TV. And I just think they are the only show that I still see. I'm not trying to be all personal or metaphorical or anything huge here, but they're the only ones that accurately depict the times we live in with with their with their medium with the with the yeah. with the artistic um, things at their disposal. They're the best at capturing this the absolute absurdity, and they're willing to turn it on themselves. They turn it on everyone. That's the best part, you know. They, and they were open and honest about that when they were like, "We're friends with some of these people that we really shit on." They used examples, and they're like, well, "You didn't talk to us for a while," but I mean. We had uh, shit on him. <laughs> like that is there, that's an integrity. Yeah. There's an integrity to that, to being foul. I have like the, uh, the fucking conspiracy theory that just crapped into my mind. The action we're taking now mm. on the Mexican border <laughs> is a self fulfilling prophetic Prophecy. act. Mm. Yeah, because they're gonna come and they're gonna come. We're gonna round them up. We're mm-hmm. gonna separate them. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna breed hate into mm-hmm. toddlers. <laughs> and when they're all in their twenties, and they come up here in fucking armored buses and just start like bombing towns in Texas, you know, the descendant of Trump will get to say, "See, <laughs> this is why we need the wall." So let's finish it finally. <laughs> it's twenty years later. But it's a self-fulfilling thing. Listen. It, look, that wall, the, the statue that someone will build yeah. of Donald J. Trump will be f- done far longer right. than this fucking wall. Did you see the, it wasn't yeah, a meme, did you see the thing where the people were just climbing it? These were these were Mexicans. These were just Americans <coughs> that found a stretch of this wall that's just not a wall. Yeah. And they and it became a game. The, the guy was there, was like, we're just trying to time to see who can get over this thing the fastest. And they're just going right over this motherfucker. But I don't know, man. No, I just it totally just landed. Like it's a self fulfilling thing. You detain all these kids. You separate them from their families. Maybe they never get reunited again because they can't find them. They grow up hating America. The minute they're a young adult, they're like, "I'm gonna go commit some sort of Mexican act of terrorism." Won't I mean, that be the think day? about? It. And they're gonna they're gonna like be carrying in their mind. They're gonna be carrying on the the historical struggle of like a Pancho Villa. Yeah. Like someone on the border that's raiding 
into American towns and, and attacking back where he's being attacked. And, it took and they'll the, have all the reason to be filled with hate. Like, my family and I were poor. We were living in a town run by drug lords. Mm-hmm. We were fleeing our... We are fleeing home to go to the safe haven of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And we were met with fucking... We're full. We were met with dickheads and, and windbreakers. <laughs> separated. Never reunited. Sexually frustrated dickheads. Sexually frustrated <laughs> yeah. dickheads and, and wind blazers. Barely graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> we're on, dishonorably discharged from yeah. the service. You know, they, they're fucking farva from the super troopers, but real. <laughs> Fucking, I got separated from my mom, never saw her again, heard that she might have died in whatever camp she was temporarily held mm-hmm. in from some fucking, you know, uh, you know rusty chain link mm-hmm. that she didn't get medically treated for. And yeah, now I'm 20 and I'm going to lead a fucking Mexican terrorist attack <laughs> on the nearest Texas town I can get access Maybe, to and the bus. And I think that people should, I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, someone in Washington, you know, those those clandestine types, they already know this. They know, like, to your point, they know what the Middle East, what what the Operation Iraqi Freedom created. Mm-hmm. They know where ISIS came from. Yeah, there's only we made it. We we made the it. collective we. And maybe it, that's maybe this is all a long con because they're like we're running out of wars to fight over there. Mm-hmm. People are getting tired. It's far away. <laughs> Mexico's right there. If we start breeding hatred in the youth of Mexico and Guatemala and wherever else they're coming up from today. Mm-hmm. We could eventually be at war much closer to home. Yeah. We could drive the tanks there instead mm-hmm. of having to fly them. Think of, yeah, think of, think the, of the savings. The savings. We don't have to, we don't have to move and entire armies brown, over oceans. Brown skin, dark hair, much smaller. Yeah. <laughs> not great fighters. No, not good fighters. And, They're uh, good on horses. Know, in between the combat, you know, you had tequila and donkey shows <laughs> and whatever else. <laughs> Tijuana would remain, we would kind of all mutually agree that that's kind of a safe haven for it'll all parties. Be, it'll be much easier for our troops to drug mule drugs back home than it I is I mean, there's, 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 there's historical <coughs> uh, context for this. I mean, people, it's, I get, I'm, I am often, I shouldn't say amazed, but I am sometimes really amazed at the just general lack of knowledge about America in general. Mm-hmm. And what we, what the wars we fought in, and the, the things we've done. Like I, this this one guy didn't even know what the the Spanish American War was. He had no idea that Mexicans and Americans had fought before. Right. It, it was, and I, the only way I could tell him about it to give him some context to be able to follow me. I was like, well, think of it like, uh, the, if the Civil War was the major leagues, this was the Triple A. This was the minor leagues. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. building to the Civil War. This is where your Robert Lee's. And your grants, they were, they were young and they were still active, just soldiers and lieutenants, not generals yeah. and whatever else. We're on the same side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wearing the, Wearing same, the same colors. colors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and we fought Mexicans. And I mean, it was a drag out fight. I mean, and if you think, then I always talk about that terrible fucking movie, uh, The Alamo with fucking Billy Bob Thornton as fucking Davy Crockett. I bet when he got cast in that, he got a fucking hard on like crazy. But he was just it was just not good. Dennis Dennis Quaid's in it as Sam Houston. It wasn't. I was looking forward to it. It just wasn't good. But doesn't sound good. If Santa Ana hadn't been such a fucking you know dandy macaron blowhard, a guy more concerned with the way that he looks as a general, who knows what they they? I mean they. We look at the Alamo as this. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. 
Davy Crockett, Last Man Standing, which he probably was like the first killed for all we know, but we have this vision of the American story of the Alamo. Well, it's, it's, if we look at it for what it is, total annihilation. It's a win for the Mexican army on that one. You know? <laughs> Mind you, these weren't American, like, fighting men, so to speak, in the sense that they, these weren't regulars. These were right. just Texans. Of course, that gives the Texans a whole fucking another nut drop, you know? Goddamn right. We don't run, man. We don't run. We just stand still. We just stand still, and uh, we're gonna fight. Probably die. Get killed we don't, by we don't run, but got killed by Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> gotta, gotta get involved with this civil war that's coming up. <laughs> oh man, we're still fighting that one too. <clears throat> it does make you wonder, like, excluding the, the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time America was involved? In a congressionally sanctioned act of war that wasn't fucking retarded. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, at least then, people are like, you know what? This Hitler... <laughs> I mean, he's, the roads are beautiful. <laughs> but this other stuff I'm hearing about with the gays and the Jews and the crippled kids, that ain't cool. <laughs> And at least then America's like, all right, it's been like fucking four years. Let's go get involved. Well, we had, of course, we had that, uh, you know, the British love this about it. Eddie Izzard had a great stand-up bit about this. Whereas, like, America, America always waited until, like, the moment. It, the Americans think in movie terms. Yeah. So in the movie term, right when it's bleakest and all looks lost, you know, here, here comes America at the very last minute, like in World War One. bald eagles on our <laughs> Dicks out, eagles dicks mounted out. on the dick. Double machine guns, you know, just fucking America's we're here, here to storm the beach. And just start blowing loads all over Europe, we're quite literally. Beach. We're going to chew on unlit cigars. <laughs> and when this shit's over, we're going to take all the credit. Uh, we're going to fuck your women, eat your food. Uh, but yeah. That's, A little help from Russia. And then we showed, yeah. We showed up in 1917, four years, three mm-hmm. years after it starts. It's over in a year. Not to right. say that that wasn't a collected effort. Right. And then World War One, World War Two starts in 39. We pop in around 40, basically 42. Right. When we are attacked. Right. God, I, the more the older I get, I'm like, I don't know, man. Fuck this country. Not, not fuck this country. I'm just saying <laughs> some of the shit we've done yeah. that's universally accepted as fact. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that the highest levels of government knew that the Japanese were, like, right there. But I think they had enough information right. that could have given some for like, they could have warned someone. So you suppose it was a, it was a this is our way in, so I, let's let I, this happen? I, I think, well, and in keeping in mind that we were fresh off a of depression, we had the world's, at the time, like, 70 large, 70th largest... I mean, we were way we were un, by, under Morocco as far mm. as military size. Right. <clears throat> we all know, and I said so adequately about in uh, Schindler's List, what makes this more profitable? It's war. War is so profitable. It does make you wonder why we're not in a new war yet with this president. Because <laughs> mm, we're still in two, <laughs> and he threatens a new one like generally every week or so. So it's yeah. tough to say who we might be fighting, who we might not be fighting. Now we might be fighting each other in like a NCAA tournament style. Like, let me ask you this: of all, like, go back to what we were saying a little while earlier, <coughs> of the fifty states, mm. 
And let, I'm I'm gonna throw a few at you. You tell me like where would the upset come? Like because you know you're gonna have a team that always with a big ranking that loses out yeah. of, all out of the blue. So <laughs> I'll say like uh, did not see that coming yeah. from Delaware. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm thinking I'll give you some like all right. Maryland is playing Arizona. Yeah. No, let's say Maryland draws someone bigger. Maryland is is just drew Texas. Mm. Uh, Delaware. Pulled a Michigan. <laughs> Alaska caught a Florida. Like two two polar opposites. We're, we're in a Delaware, civil you war. wiped the floor with Michigan. Any any thoughts on that? Well, you know, those motherfuckers are constantly pointing at their palm. It's very easy to take them out. What? Everybody from Michigan tells you where they live. Everybody everybody from Michigan is like, oh, I live right here next to the thumb because it looks like a fucking mitten and Everybody I've ever met from Michigan. Like, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. In there, in there, a little bit of a lake. Yeah. That, uh, but yeah, that's uh, Delaware. They're like, it was real easy to take those fuckers out. They're also busy <laughs> telling you where they live on their hand. You just wipe them Also, like, Delaware would just kind of sneak up on you because you wouldn't know, like, six people in Delaware. Yeah. So they just kind of, like, Apache Indians in the nighttime. Just right. a night attack that's quiet, quick, out the door. Yeah. I mean, because they're kind of like a. They're a they're probably like a little bit of a Let white trash in New England state. You know what I mean? I know you're not a <coughs> a uh, doomsday prepper. If you want to slide that thing, you can. Because I know. oh, I'm fine. Okay. I know you're not a doomsday prepper, so to speak. But where? I mean, do you have a, a plan if something that was that large, like uh, if an event happened that you know cha- is a game changer? Today, no. At one point, we the general plan was to just go to my parents' cabin, which we no longer have. Mm-hmm. I think, generally speaking, it would still be just head to the hills somehow or another. Sure. I mean, and there's like when I mean, you start thinking about how crazy the world could get, because if you don't think about it, you're kind of keeping your head in the dark. I'm not saying this; it's, not, it's any one person's fault. That's yeah. not what I'm doing, fact checker. I'm not making it political. I'm just saying things can happen. That's been proven. We know the times we live in. <laughs> I mean, we just do. Right. But it's like, you don't, I don't think like that enough to think like, all right, in my mind, I'll just, oh, fuck, we'll just get to the hills. Well, get on 285, then up 75. Well, everyone tried that. And yeah. now nothing's moving. Yeah. Like, what do I have the savvy or the vehicle, for that matter, to. Maybe you just hole up. Mm. Hole up, stay in. I think you could probably try that to stall for time, but at some point you're going to have to make a move. Yeah. But you don't want to be caught in that. It's just like you said. It's like a fucking zombie movie where you're going to have your yeah. initial bloodletting purge, however it shakes out. Yeah. Even if it's disease, if it was like, uh, you know, one of these biological attacks. It would be like that. You, sh- would, you would hold out to try to survive. It would be the bird box. Like, it's just sort of like a everyone fend for yourselves. Have you watched that since? I haven't rewatched it, no. All right, so I gave it another watch, not too, too long after we did the pod. And we're on to this subject. I'm not going to do it long, <laughs> but I just stand by it, man. I just don't get why the, the, it just blew up. I get the the unknown aspect. The diff, It was different. Yeah. You know, I get all that, but I'm just like, the, it's just some holes just don't go away. I get it. You know? Yeah. Just don't go away. And, and, and all it takes is one overgrown tree yeah. crashing through the blind greenhouse and everyone screams yeah. and then mysterious monster swoops down. Everyone's dead. Just dead. Doesn't matter if they're blind or not. They're fucking dead. They're going to die. 
And where are they getting their food? From? I don't want to do this again. <laughs> but I just like it was frustrating because I just kept thinking this would be so good if they had just made like two or three, not minute, not subtle changes, but just changes. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that that's just me, and and these people have written and directed a very popular film. They're on the mountain perch, and I'm down here barking up on like a little nothing. <laughs> I get it. You know. I've never written a movie. Yeah, they're winning. They're, they're they're winning. They won. They, we've we've. Written verbally most of the Mick Schmear documentary. I, if you gave me a decent camera and, you know, our job s- said take a six month sabbatical while yeah. this, someone pays you to do this, uh, we could have the Schmear documentary in the can <laughs> in six months. I think probably less. I think yeah. I think you got. I think you're looking at at best two two maybe a month of actual shooting. More and then, than anything, I want to get like a big budget for costumes and everything and film this time traveler to the birth of Christ scene. <laughs> just like just to See, watch the, even, just to watch the excitement that. on their face pivot to disgust. <laughs> oh. I was actually doing sketch ideas the other day with Sean and we were I was laughing. I wrote some down and it's funny because when you don't when you have this kind of thought in your head about how fucking funny that would be, and someone's like, hell yeah, I do that, and you have this little riff, but you don't keep detailed notes. So yeah. the only thing you're left with when I got to my desk the next day was motorcycle accident DUI skit. No idea. <laughs> no idea. There, I do have some context, but no idea for what I was saying there. Yeah. And then uh, Tall Guy, it was like weird, because it was like, I envisioned this scene with like Sean, six foot five Sean, like, we were like a World War One situation where he's just some new recruit, but he's freakishly tall for yeah. 1914 standards. Yeah. Like a six-five guy in 1914, it was like seeing Andre the Giant. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it was, it was even if they're bone lanky. Yeah, not thick. I mean, like he is because he doesn't eat cheese and like stuff like that. Uh, but you know, like the thought, like his life expectancy in a trench. For being six five, you yeah. know, like <laughs> any mistake he makes, like you get up in the middle of the night, take a shit, he goes past the wrong Martin, old cutout. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tall. <laughs> it's fine, just lay down, I'll dig. <laughs> it's just every time you get paired with him, it seems like the artillery knows just where to go. <laughs> and I was saying, you know, he'd be walking by just the right spot, sniper, boom, done, just like. Yeah. No choice. You're six five, and I was like, I don't know if it's a funny skit, but the idea of like a really tall but gre- gregarious kind of uh, innocent guy that gets drafted into service and just kind of just walks out of the seat. Everybody, everybody <laughs> takes their helmet off and they're in a seat. They're in a squat, but in his particular, his fucking knees right by his face. <clears throat> like, dude, just just sit on the just sit on the ground. You don't have to. You have to do what we do. I have a. I did. Uh, this was this this was the context for the one of the things, and this is on a serious kick, kind of. But I I, I wondered where you stood on time, and I wondered if what I was feeling was inappropriate. And I'll run it by you because mm. you'll be the arbiter and the judge. Uh, a guy I went to high school with certainly wasn't friends with by any much stretch of imagination, but acquaintance, and I always found him to be a funny guy, decent mm. and a good-hearted dude. He got into an accident, I guess, two weeks ago. Not this last Friday, but the next one before it. Yep. And yeah, he died. Mm. Right? So it was a motorcycle accident, and then he got hit by two cars. I mean, it was not good. And when I got the news, I got it from a mutual friend, and then I reached out to him and said, hey, I'm super sorry. I know y'all were close. And he was, like, he was yada, yada, yada. And then, of course, other people uh, were, you know, on Facebook messaging and talking about it. And the person I was talking to, about it with had made it an inference without evidence, and they said that, to be fair, that alcohol might have been involved. 
which again, I am not sitting in judgment at all. I have yeah. done my fair share of doing that. I try to avoid it yeah, we've all as heard best the, I can. The, the Bud Light or what, Bud Ice 40 rides on the way home. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> that's just on the way home. That's just cracking a beer that's for drinking wild drivers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't have the buzz. <laughs> I was buzzed when I got home. Home, He's yeah. drinking wild driving. Yeah. I'm drinking and driving. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> oh, I should never. I'm just being honest. And I'm told. Well, I'm told. Drinking wild, wild driving. driving. <laughs> it's, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not advocating for that. I was a young, stupid man. I don't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now I just smoke and drive. It's much better and safer. Oh, bro, you got to smoke and drive. <laughs> You gotta bring him back. <laughs> oh God! It's but, not a big deal, bro. Because what you do, you get a sixer, <laughs> and then when you start on your way home, by the time you're at that fourth or fifth beer, brother, the is kicking in. But you only have like two more stop signs. <laughs> you just remember those two stop signs. You you're won't good. have any kids. Yeah. Well, anyways, so there was an inference that he might have had that, and I, I, I was like, that sucks. It doesn't matter. He could have gotten into an accident with or without it. Yeah, it's a motorcycle. And then it came out in the Gwinnett News or whatever. That yeah, I think he had run a stop sign. I don't really know. That doesn't really matter. None of this really matters. It's sad to see a human being go regardless. He was married, had family, people that loved him. He was a good dude. That being said, it was this... I, I have seen this in this day and age, and I'm growing more and more fatigued by it. That was the word I kept coming back to. This era... We've talked about it a lot on this pod. As Jezelnik calls, don't forget me today stuff. Yep. In the middle of a tragedy. Yep. And... It started with a mutual friend who I also knew uh, reaching out on, like, Facebook itself, like, on post pages and saying, is he okay? What's happening? Like, the message is pretty clear here. Yeah. The, the language is being used isn't like, I hope you recover from the coma. It's like, I'll see you in this next life, bro. You don't say that to someone that hasn't died yet, right? <laughs> you might think it, but if, like, you came to my deathbed yeah. and, I, and I was like, I'll see you in the next life, bro, you'd be like, okay, he's about to die. Like, it's pretty <laughs> clear, but he's not dead yet. So that when I do die, you could then say on your Facebook, I'll see you in the next life, bro, and people don't have to be wondering, is he okay? So the fact His last that words to me were, <laughs> I'll see you in the next life, bro. <laughs> And I only wish I had taken a moment to think and not just ask him to pass me the ketchup <laughs> and reciprocate. But in fairness to me, I was eating the varsity. Yeah. And those fries are only good with ketchup. Well, this was that was the first thing because it was like, come on, go to Messenger with your question, right? <laughs> I'm the guy that shows up to your deathbed with the varsity. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I asked for it. Uh, Give me a burger. But do you see, uh, just, I, I need to preface. You do see what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if you saw a friend of yours post something like that, not cryptic, but it's not saying that he died, but yeah. it's clear. And you have, you know, you were more concerned about the guy t posting than the, the dead person because you know that guy posting way more than you know the dead person. So you reach out. Yeah. Right. But via text or a phone call, mm. something, but to... For me to go to his post, his posts, where it's a picture of him and his friend, mm. and be like, is this guy, like, all right? Like, you all good? Like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. Call me. Like, she's, the, the person that we're talking about was putting it in the open like that. Mm. And then, like... Do you suppose they had his number to do that? I don't like? know. It's a the Facebook messenger. That's what I... I mean, come on. D DM me is very widely used now, whether yeah. it's Instagram or whatever. 
Yeah. So, but if you would think, if you had an honest inference, if you were really concerned, like you'd call one of your friends yeah. that knows this part. Y'all, you know, people know each other. Still have phones. But to do it in that way was weird. Now, second part. <coughs> they announced a memorial service. Okay. Very common. I, I got an invite for somebody. I'm definitely not going. Again, I haven't seen this guy yeah. since 2002. So, I mean, nice guy. Yeah. But, I, I mean, come on. I, I, I would feel like I'm in the wrong for going. If I don't, you know what I'm saying? If I don't know you. I'm not going to go to any funeral that I don't really have to be at. Well, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> well, that my, my, I've done this I before. Like, someone, a, a girl died uh, when we were in high school. And I knew her. We had talked. We had joked. We called each other dirty names. Yada, 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 yada. No. But, she, you know, she died. But I, I wasn't really friends with her. Yeah. So I And people were like, you should come to the funeral. I was like, I, I mean, I don't know her. Yeah. You know, we we were funny together when we had classes, yeah, but that's not. I don't not, need to go like pretend to remember somebody, right? And, and it, I don't really. But that I never looked at it like it wasn't just I didn't know her. It's like funerals are places for like loved ones. Yeah. Like I know famous people die, and thousand people want to go. Yeah. And they do, and they have mega services for like Michael Jackson at the L.A. Coliseum, which in retrospect, gross, <laughs> but. Well, the thing about funerals, you could go to a funeral of someone you don't know at all, like your spouse's best friend. Sure, you get dragged to many funerals. And if you go, even though you have no connection to them whatsoever, just being at a funeral will bring out tears. Sure. You'll well well up. You'll remember the last person that you did care about that died, (laughs) and you'll sit there sobbing, and someone will rub your back like, oh, did you know her? Like, no, not at all. (laughs) But my aunt died, and I'm just thinking about my aunt. So yeah, like, no, no, it's like, why it. enlist? Why, like, well, yeah, I, mean, well, I kind of knew him. I should go. I should make an appearance. It's probably going to be peers afterwards, to, right? To be clear, uh, this wasn't the, the funeral. This is a, I was invited to the funeral, but this was more of a remembrance night. Yeah. And they were going to do it at the place where he got married, mm-hmm. which is weird. But um, no, well, no, a lot of this was weird. No, but they no, do this no, thing. Uh, no beers. Well, <laughs> listen, that's what I'm getting at, right? <laughs> so I had the inference. From someone, and I want to clear this up. Not that it fucking matters, because none of these yeah. pe- fucking people listen to the show. As far as and I, honestly, there's nothing about I'm doing. I'm, I was genuinely curious. This is not a, a bash on. No way is this discrediting someone's memory. But I'm just saying that <laughs> I had been told there was an inference made that he may have been under the influence of alcohol. Mm. Didn't say it. Yeah. You know, didn't say I know this for a fact. Just inferenced. Yeah. Then when they released the Facebook. That said, will there be <laughs> At the memorial well, service. So at the memorial service, it says, this guy, he lived a beautiful life. He was loved. We want to share this in the remembrance. Uh, yada, yada, yada. It's at a place he all loved very well. And then there's a little addendum. Little stars. You know, last line. It, it would be much appreciated if no alcohol was brought to the event. Which seems weird. Yeah. That caught my eye. but Not because now it kind of confirmed yeah. the inference and suspicion of drinking. But like... Do you go to a lot of memorials? And, and uh, I mean, I'm not Irish, <laughs> but even I know that the Irish typically wait for the after party yeah. of a funeral, yeah. the wake, as it were, yeah. to really get rowdy in the Irish tradition of drinking for funerals. Right. But to go to like a pre funeral <laughs> memorial yeah. that's going to end up on the roadside where the, he was, the person was killed, where everyone lays things and you see the crosses, yeah. and ha- to have to preface. Yeah. No alcohol would be brought to this event. Got it. Weird. Okay? Mm. Got it. Very weird. Next day, someone had attended. Oh my God, why? Is it because he died when he was drinking? 
girl. <laughs> Fuck, that's nice. That's dark oh humor God, right why? there. Why? Is it because he died drunk? <laughs> it's because he died and it was his own fault? Because he was drunk on a motorcycle and he ran a stop sign? And that's, uh, exactly. But it's like, it, it was just, I got it. I got it. You couldn't say much more than that, yeah. but you, you you put it out there. But it wasn't that you put it out there. To me, it was that you had to preface. Yeah. What kind of... Anyways, I'm so... I'm fairly confident that I had some beers probably on the way to Walter, maybe Ann's funeral. Too. Well, that's Barnesville, and that's... It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> I mean, we on could, the way, like we, in the car. I, I, there was a Christmas one time where I know I was buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Like, on the way down. Yeah. And I had a ride, so... Yeah. Well, I wasn't driving. No, no, that's my point. Like, it was like the whole family would pile into the car. So I would say, if I have to get into this car for an hour and a half to Barnesville, and then spend whatever time there, and then ride back an hour, I'm certainly not doing this sober. So I I vividly remember stopping at a gas station with my parents and buying like a couple of Steel Reserve Tall Boys. Yeah, I know y'all always couldn't eat too because Fact Checker has the stomach. Back even back then he he. Is there anywhere down there you want to eat? I eat the pastime. Come on, the pastime's fine. But do you remember that fucking like Wait, the World cat War place? II bunker with the, yeah. with the cats? With the, the all you can eat buffet. Yeah, it was rough. Seafood. It was rough. From I agree. What fucking ocean? I, I agree. I know. I'm just saying. There's anyways. McDonald's on the freeway. So to wrap up this long extended story, they have they had the I guess they had the memorial service or whatever they're calling this thing, remembrance. And one of his friends was just, you know, clearly upset. And she she makes this post, and I only see it because he's tagged on it, and it's tagged to the event itself. And she's like, I just can't believe you're gone. You know, standard stuff. Yeah. And she had posted a lot of pictures with with her and this this person that passed. And I was like, that's nice. It's a sad message. You know, you can see your comments, and people are like, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I love that. There's always those, and she'd respond, you know, thank you, girl. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then someone underneath that would put like this, I feel your pain so much. And here's my story. And they would write, it's like two paragraph, like two years ago, my grandfather. Like, well, I mean, is this the time? Like you just said, to open up a new round of grieving just because someone else is grieving openly, mind you, but still grieving. So she had posted this. And all that being said, I, I, I looked at, I started looking at these pictures. There's probably 12 in total. Mm hmm. In all but two was every participant in it drinking. And not just drinking, like, and this is what was bad about it. I'm like, I'm that asshole now. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> this is all painting yeah. a pretty clear picture to me. Like, yeah. there's pictures of his wedding, of this particular person's wedding day, and, like, someone's holding a bottle of, uh, what's that fancy... Bourbon. No, it's like a mid-grade bourbon. People Woodford Reserve. Yeah, and they, they're holding it. They, one guy got a bottle of Woodford Reserve. One guy's got a silver bullet. Yeah, you're and looking then, at the pictures in the song. Shot, shot. <laughs> 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 like the whole thing, and it, and all the pictures. Seriously, there's one where it looks like the the man himself is being held up by the friend who's posted and is devastated, and he's yeah. like, I mean, these are like. These, these look like spring break photos yeah, Every high photo school. looks like a 21st birthday party. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, you had to have had a picture yeah. where he's not holding a beer or looking like he's about to vomit beer. <laughs> or do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if, yeah. if, and again, it's an if, <laughs> if he was truly inebriated at the time of his accident, which is terrible. He went out doing what he loved. <laughs> if that was the case, you're painting... 
a picture here yeah. of a lifestyle. If these are the only, <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. It's, I was because you're here. This is just how it would work. If if you died, yeah. and I my post on Facebook was me torn up, and I would be, yeah. I would be. I wouldn't use the worst picture. Oh, it'd be like, you died? Hold on, hold on. You cupping my (laughs) man boob at your wedding? (laughs) Sweating? I miss this guy. Everything we're doing. Just like picture of a Shirley Hemphill on a Sunday morning. You see? Like I wouldn't do that. Even if if your death wasn't even about alcohol. Yeah. I would choose the better pictures yeah. of me and you as kids flexing arms at the beach and all the fun stuff. And I, I can confidently say there was no alcohol involved in no, those photos. No, no. I, <laughs> I never snuck anything. I was too young to sneak yeah. then. But you see my point. Yeah. I, I, would, I would be judicious about... Because one thing I think people forget about Facebook, mm-hmm. sometimes me too, the word publish gets used a lot, but you are. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you think of it in turn, you're not making any money. Yeah. But you are publishing something, and you can delete it. But if you're, that's why people I love when famous people get in trouble for Twitter. Yeah. And then they delete it. But it's like, dude, it's the internet, and it's yeah. undefeated. Someone screenshotted that. Like, it's not going away. Yeah. You can like now they're finding out. I love these stories. I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, are you familiar with College Game Day, the show that takes place every Saturday? It's like starts yeah, at ten, ends of. at twelve, right before the game start. And they just yeah. they just get the excitement built up in yeah. whatever city or town the big game's at. Well, someone put their his name was like Cody something, and he said, "Out of Bush Light money, send beer, then oh, yeah, mommy, yeah. and it raised like two and a half million dollars." Yeah. He just had all this money, and he gave it to the Iowa Children's Hospital, which is wonderful. And then it turns <laughs> out they do some investigation, and when he was sixteen. He popped off with some incredibly racist and xenophobic <laughs> and like all across the board tweets. Yeah. That gets reported. Yeah. He has to apologize for his 16-year-old self saying dumbass shit on Twitter. Yeah. And he didn't even know it was there. Now move it forward a week. The guy that found the reporting and reported <laughs> and found these old tweets and reported this the like tweets. A South Park episode. This was great. The guy that reported the tweets and got this guy who was just went from just loved unequivocally for yeah. doing something nice when he didn't have to. And then he's a villain again. Now he's not. He apologized. He was only 16. Well, it turns out the dude that reported this went out of his way to report it also did the same thing when he was 16 <laughs> and wasn't smart enough to take care of it without it getting screen grabbed. Too. You see yeah. the point here? Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to shit all over each other on yeah. shit you did fucking that's, eight years ago. That's why I go back. I love the Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle shit. Like, fuck all you woke motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> who are who are just fucking ready to dig into someone's Twitter and get them fucking fired from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> like, fuck off! Yeah, like, it's I want to make T-shirts. Like it goes against my leftist tendencies, but I want to make T-shirts that just say "fuck woke." <laughs> if you're woke, don't fucking talk to me. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want your input on anything. It's good to know that you have a line because I mean, a lot of people think you're, you're this radical leftist, and I think that you are and you aren't. Because well, I think, yeah, like in November, I'm just gonna fucking put my name next to all the D's. Yeah, but that's because I like dick. No, yeah. but but I, I'm not fucking. Uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, <clears throat> what's the word that people use when someone is proselytizing? Mm-hmm. I'm not proselytizing my my leftist agenda, <laughs> right? You know, and and I fully recognize, especially with our candidates, like fucking whole country is a lost cause. Because <laughs> it's like you picture any one of them getting elected and the amount of just just 
polarized hate in the direction it is now will just swing the other way. Yeah. Like, the daily leftist outrage is the exact same as the daily conservative outrage for the eight years of Obama. Sure. Like, we're mad about a fucking Ukrainian phone call. They were mad about mustard in a tan suit. Either way. And a selfie stick. That was one of my favorites. I found, I saw Either way, like, the outrage will just continue to cycle on to one side or the other. It's like fucking, seeing, like, just seeing these people talk, like, I don't want Anyways, you to be my president. I don't know where we got to that, but my whole thing was, <coughs> doesn't it just. I want to make fuck woke t-shirts. Yeah, I like that. I'm just, but <clears throat> doesn't it just seem inappropriate? Assuming he did perish yeah, in the way that he did photos, yeah. for you to share photos where, again, it's not like you and I at like it wasn't like we were at one of your daughter's birthday parties in the backyard. You got the grill working and we're holding two cocktails like it's the 50s. Yeah. You know, it was clear in all but a handful of these photos that he was inebriated. Yeah. You know, and I know the man probably didn't live his whole life like that. But maybe and maybe y'all only hung out, yeah, in that social setting where that's just what you did. You got fucking wasted. My best drinking buddy died. That's basically what I think. And I turned yeah. to Sean. I was like, I wonder if they were just fucking drinking buddies. Because either way, this is just not the time for this. Yeah. But that made me feel like you know, I'm not here to. If that's how, if that was the man you loved, if that was, if that was the friend you remember, I who am the, I to sit here and, and say the photo that, I would share of you is the one that is actually. Uh, your ID when you call me the shirt open dancing on the cruise. Floor. That is me. <laughs> it, it, for those who haven't seen it, I can share this with the group. Yeah. We can you can Instagram it if you, you want. Should, you should, I don't know that I could find it dancing. I, I, I have it. Just Instagram it. Yeah. I, I, oh, it was funny because one time I got into one of these arguments with one of these trolls on one of these weird websites, and he, he was like, oh, "You're the faggot." He literally said that, and I was yeah. like, "Are we really doing this? <laughs> we're, we're, we're trading political barbs, and now we're just going back to like, like I, I said the funny one to Leah the other night. I haven't heard in a while. The, the gafer. Yeah. I I said gafer was like the the tiny bit of coffee your grandmother gets get for you. It's like all milk. Yeah. It's like the build up to an actual like faggot. Right. But Gafer was where you started, and Gafer you felt like you could get away with in youth group primarily. I told the whole story. I was like, in the sixth grade, like youth group, like we were like, "Hey, it'd be better if you weren't such a Gafer." Yeah. Like I can't pick you. You're a Gafer. Gafer. Like Gafer. Homo. But, <laughs> Fart but the shit. I don't. know, What were we talking about? What did Don't I? What did I, what did I get? Oh yeah, you were talking about um, the picture. Yeah, I was like, "You really call me a faggot?" And the dude, he before I could after before he can retort, he pulls out that. The man went to my profile. Yeah. Because I guess mine's open. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And went through this man. I mean, he had to do work. <laughs> he had to go through all my photos, find See, find the right gayest there. one he could, yeah. he thought he could find, which was that one. Yeah. Me on the cruise, living that is. Listen, that is Austin. Like if I had a personality, <laughs> that's content. That is the bullion. Yeah. Of, of Austin because that was like me and my I felt so free it was 3 o'clock in the morning we had the whole boat to ourselves it was hot as fuck in that little shitty club they have inside the, <laughs> the boat so we were like let's go out to the top and when we got there dude it was 3 in and the cold wind was blowing mm. and I just all that I was just you know I am sweaty fucking mess and I just said fuck it and all and it was funny was there was still a lot of people up because it's a cruise ship yeah but we had, we were just the show. There was only like seven. What you don't see, there's only like seven people up there, and the music's blaring at three a.m. still, and we're and we're just having that good time, and we just look around. There's like just people staring at us, and it felt strange because they weren't like staring out of like curiosity. 
It was like, man, those guys are having a lot of fun. <laughs> Just staring at us. <laughs> Just staring at us, man. Yeah. It was weird. But nonetheless, yeah, he finds that picture to throw out mm. as, as proof that I'm apparently gay. <clears throat> well, I don't want to forget to bring it up because we were talking about sketch ideas, and maybe we can wrap it on this. I had a funny movie premise idea. It's a very small premise, so I don't know how you build a whole movie off of it. But I was thinking it'd be funny if it was like, picture like a late 30s, early 40s adult comedy movie. Mm. Like uh, Paul Rudd and his best friend, whoever that may be, and Paul Rudd is married to a cool wife, but you know he's he's kind of he's a flaky husband like emotionally, and his best friend announces that he's bringing a a date out to go to dinner with them, and when they get there, his date is Riley Reed, and so the movie is built on Paul Rudd being obsessed with his best friend's new girlfriend because he knows who she is. And he's but like, he can't he's overtly like, talk he can't, about it. But his wife doesn't necessarily know no, that he knows and who like, Riley Reid is. He's like, do you know who that? Is? He gets along with his friend. It's like, you have any idea who that is? Like, oh yeah, I know it's Riley Reid. <laughs> Are you like cool with what she does for a living? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like fucking. You, you should heard, see what she does at home. Like, bro. Oh, and, and the the perfect line for that conversation is, "Have you ever had a professional blowjob?" <laughs> <laughs> because very few men have. <laughs> You gotta so, think if you're if you're getting your dick sucked by someone who does this. It, I mean, it's like get, standing in the box with a major league pitcher. <laughs> try to hit this fastball. In this yeah. case, it's try not to come. Yeah, I mean that's literally it. Try so not to come. The movie comedy is built on Paul Rudd's obsession over his favorite <laughs> internet porn star, who his lifelong best friend is now in a serious relationship with. He can't risk pissing off his wife learning about his porn girlfriend. And he can't risk ruining his friendship by constantly wanting to know about what's going on in their relationship. And going to creepy links and to, so, to, yeah, so to see like it. So there's lots of like peeking over the hedges and then falling and breaking his arm and having to make it up with an excuse why. You know, you could build a whole comedy over like my best friend's dating a porn star. <laughs> and I, it would be funny to see like one of the opening scenes is him trying to like stove away to get away. And have some time on his phone, and it's always like you know he's looking around and clicking. He's, oh, Riley! <laughs> like you just set the tone early. This that's his girl. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You have, you establish early like it, he's got when he's, it's time for business. Yeah. It's old because you know that that person's. I like. I saw a great meme the other day, <laughs> and I know I don't know why I didn't tag you because I. I so relatable, but I think, it, I think it was your brother that oh, shared. I, I it. The porn hub yeah, the I said, How picky are you? And he was in the 56 page. Yeah. I was like, I didn't totally get it. Yeah, because I, I need variety. When, yeah. I, when I when I used to watch pornography, <laughs> you, I needed variety. You build that first, you know, part of that movie of like, this guy has a daily porn habit. He goes to Pornhub. More often than not, he's always like, you, you can show the tabs open. Like, oh, he's going to go to what works. And it's always that Riley video. And the next thing you know, his best friend from high school is bringing a new date to dinner. And it's her. And he's like, holy shit, do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Are you cool? I have, I'd have are so you, many questions. <laughs> are you cool with like what she does? Like, dude, have you ever had a professional blowjob? <laughs> if she has to suck nine dicks just so I can get my dick sucked like that, I am a okay. But yeah, that's a good. It would be an interesting. I don't know if it's a film. I don't know if it's a film. I know it's I, hard. It's it's hard it's, to make a whole movie out of it. But it's it's, a, it's almost like it's a it's a one run, one season mini show, mini special, or, or something. Well, like I was that. thinking like. You could make 
a third of a movie well, because with I, that, and you could launch the other two thirds by like they all take a trip together. For me, that kind of storyline, like they could go on a cruise together. Yeah, or something. it's all about it. it's all about the subtlety though, and I think that <laughs> what would be most interesting about doing or telling a story like that was you know is making it relatable, which clearly jackasses like us would would be very interested in that film because yeah. we we like Riley and we, and we get it. Riley. Yeah, and uh, but the thing about boy, if we could just make this movie, think about it, that's like meta. We're only making this movie about a man just totally obsessed with Riley Reed, so that we can cast <laughs> Riley, Riley Reed, Reed and yeah. give her a so-called you know how these like Sasha Gray did. You know, she was actually an actress there for right, a while. Right. Uh, they're all actresses. Because of the they're words. workers. Yes. Whatever. But to just to get on set with Riley and then try to hide that fact while we're making the film. Yeah. This is all really, at the end of the day, about being paid yeah. to have Riley Reed on set. But <clears throat> the subtlety would be that, like, because I'm not this person, so this is so fascinating to me. But the man or woman who can have a partnership with a sex worker. Right. In this case, whether it's you know prostitution or porn star, I, don't, I know there's a difference, but I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and still be confident. I can, yeah, I can, a confident, comfortable person. Yeah. Like, you know, he goes and he's and I think one of the things that you could really examine is you know he's kind of a square guy. Yeah. He goes and does wealth management from nine to five. And you know, at every day at lunch, he get like it's just Bill Hader. just like oh, Bill Hader. it'd be wonderful. But just like you and I, you know, you're text messaging your wife, you're text messaging your girlfriend. How's your day going? You doing good? And, and he, but he, with their couple, <laughs> he's a dental hygienist. Yeah, but, but you know, with he's like, how's your day? And she's like, ah, oh, anal is tough. It's never tough. It's always tough to do anal before twelve. Like weird, <laughs> you know. Like she, yeah. he knows she's working. He yeah. kisses her on the mouth when they leave for work at day, and then kisses her on the mouth when yeah. he comes home at night, knowing full well that like fucking Lexington Steel just dropped a fucking massive, you know, huge load in his wife's mouth, or girlfriend's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, But they still live that like that. Yeah. And then to the end, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how successful those relationships are. I really don't. I don't have any metric no, to, to, to stand by. But that alone, now we have two-thirds of a movie. You could make a movie out of that premise. It doesn't all have to be focused on the guy who's obsessed, but that's your sort of... I just, yeah, because I just see, like, little... They would be like little cutaways, yeah. where the two guys are talking. And he's, I don't fucking get it. How did you? Not only like, how did you do this? Yeah. Like, and you're cool with this? And then of course you have the line like, yeah. have you had a professional blowjob? <laughs> and of course his friends like, fucking no. And he's like, well, let's just trust me. It's worth a, knowing she has to take a few dicks to be able to <laughs> do get. You think, do you think she'd give me? Dude, <laughs> it's my girlfriend you're talking about. Okay, and, and, then, like, and there's a layer of comedy there because yeah. he he could he you know yeah. that your friend is just gonna go home yeah. and fap <laughs> to Riley Reed, your girlfriend. Oh yeah, they get in a the best friends get in a fight like, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and jerk off your girlfriend. <laughs> Don't you do it. I wanna find her best face. Her told, best face. I told work. you you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I've got it all saved in my phone. <laughs> and then they like they come back from that thing, what are you guys fighting about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the funny thing is, like Riley and and the other guy's wife, yeah. they're, like they're becoming alarmingly close. Fast friends, Fast. <laughs> like un- uncomfortable friends. Yeah. Like you're, because you know his wife's kind of a straight shooter, does yeah. fa- standard family life, wants to just do the whole nuclear thing with raise a kid and dog and have yeah. a house, and then she's like. 
maybe she was stifled a little bit by the whole marriage thing. Now you got Riley Reed showing up and yeah, and doing weird shit and making cakes like that video, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what could happen. <laughs> but they're very fast friends. Yeah. So his whole life is in disarray right now. Well, the point, one porn star he, he's been infatuated with yeah. has is now married and or is whatever. He's entered his life. He's entered his life and, with way. his best friend. Yeah. And now <laughs> is basically becoming best friends with his wife. Yeah. And he's the one that's just like left out. He's lost his wife. He's lost his friend to Riley Reed, the one person he always wanted to fuck. I yeah. think you're on. I think there's a lot of elements here. Well, it's funny. Because now this is going to get made. When his Two wife, weeks time, we're yeah. going to see, you know, my, porn star Riley Reed has a signed contract. Yeah, my best friend's marrying a fucking Paul Rudd. <laughs> I like the idea of him like getting wise. Like, oh, if, if my wife and Riley become friends, maybe she can teach my wife a thing or two. Or the miracle <laughs> of all miracles, enough tequila. <laughs> we get some girl. Oh, yeah. girl. His friend like goes away for business. They have Riley over for dinner. He's trying every angle. He really like over the top <laughs> yeah. does dinner. Like tonight we're having a veal cutlet. More wine. More <laughs> wine. And then like and he thinks friend. about he just for a split second thinks about doing a hot Cosby, which I know you haven't watched South Park, but a hot Cosby is just rape. Yeah. Where but you usually use pills, so he yeah. calls them, they call them hot Cosbys. But he just thinks about it for a second. He doesn't do it. Yeah. But he thinks he's about got, it. He's got this dinner plan. He's going to try and get him drunk. Then his best friend, Portals, Portal calls him. He's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's Riley doing at your house? Like, he's like, are you making dinner? And then the girl's just like, are you making dinner? Are you making veal? You motherfucker, you better not be making veal. We get it. We, we lost something, but yeah. you, you get the... But you get the, the drift. I, I think there's a lot to work with there. I, it, it, there's, there have been films that have played on some of these. Yeah. Mores, but I like I don't think that girl next door counts because that really wasn't. No, wasn't it called the girl? <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Uh, I, was just, I, was, I was just saying, there's a lot of movies that seem similar, but the girl next door. I don't. I don't think that one applies as much here. No, I, he, I, I think there's a lot more you could do with this. Yeah, I mean, you've got to kind of picture the tone of like, um, what was that Apatow movie with Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann? Oh, this yeah, is 40. Uh, this is 40. And you got to picture like a Judd Apatow adult comedy tone mm -hmm. with this sort of raunchy element. I wouldn't in. mind doing a, like, think of it in terms of, <coughs> I don't know what our style of, that would be so much fun. Ah, God, a dream come true to make a movie with you. Or just to write it and then to see the process come together. Yeah, keep going. Keep stopping. We'll just keep <laughs> fighting through I'm this. I'm just saying it would be so fun to see like the little things where you'd be like, actually, when he says that line, it was, it was a little different. Like you know, what I'm saying like, and and not to be so Apatow, but more slapstick. Like, yeah. I, f I I think this film is like the Burbs <laughs> meets like some a little bit of over the top, a crazy neighbor perhaps. I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying there's a lot of things. Yeah. That could happen to push that along, and I think it's fairly. I think it's fairly. It's it's a good it's a good concept, and I love the idea of trying to delve into the. The mind state of the of the best friend. Yeah. And, and how he has to, he's like, it was hard at first, I'll be honest. And of course, there's like no pun intended, but he's like, you know, she asked me about my day, it's pretty boring to say that I moved some guys 1.2 million into a different account offshore and took a small commission, yada, yada, yada. When I ask her how her day went, <laughs> I tend, she's, she says it is really important that we be very honest with each other so we can keep a very open relationship about what she does and yada, yada, yada. Double anal is a thing. And so it turns out that there is a way to put a dick into every hole in a woman's body. And she told me about it, and it was tough. I had to take a shower, uh, and now we're good. Like then just, we made spaghetti. Then we made spaghetti. Together. And she gave me... <laughs> <laughs> the best 
<laughs> and then I realized this is worth it, bro. <laughs> oh my god, I love that line too. Have you ever had the way the way it had to be delivered yeah. too? Like, so he grabs, he literally grabs his chin. Like the, have you ever had a professional blowjob? Because <laughs> it's a it's a weird thought. Because I mean, we, I I don't think I've ever thought like, damn, that they are professionals. Yeah. Like they know what to do. They know, they seem, it would seem as if they know what to do as well as you would expect a gay man who loves sucking dick knows what to do. Yeah, yeah. Or we can like take arguably, sex out of it. Arguably, you're never, you'll never have a blowjob as good as one you could have by a gay man who's passionate about giving blowjobs. Well, of course. He has the equipment. <laughs> if you're in pursuit of the best blowjob, you're gonna have yeah, to go a game. Uh, yeah, a gay man. Because uh, even the most skilled, attractive porn star who somehow managed they don't have to one. create suction with the whole dick in her mouth, <laughs> which has got to be hard to do. <laughs> like put your finger all the way in your mouth and try and create suction around the whole thing. Not doable. They found a way. Life finds a way. Even she wouldn't have. Anything on a passionate dick sucking gay man. Yeah. Because he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Yeah. So I think on that note, before, <laughs> before the recording shits out on us again, yeah. we, we, we'll leave it at the passionate gay workshop. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sorry about the weird stuff. Sorry you got Terry there. Funk tonight. Yeah. Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Terry Funk's got a blowjob from a gay man. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Kansas City, I thought it was a woman. It's still the best orgasm I've ever had. Best orgasm I've had. I could have filled a dump truck. <laughs> Matter of fact, it did. W-F-U-C-K! Man! 97.5! Coming up next, we got traffic and weather. Stay tuned, we've got sports with Skip Madaver! Need to call him. <laughs> Holla! Here's Nine Inch Nails! <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs>